combat time! Hello and welcome, welcome to, to Combat Neil. Time. I'm your host Neil, and with me are the Combat Boy. What? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. You stole our show. We've got uh, Yasin. Yo, Jay. Hello, hello. And Josh. Hey, yo, yo. And today we are talking about uh, Betty and Veronica Summer Special Double Digest. Yes, finally. Sweet. I've been looking is forward this, to this. Sweet, is this the beach edition? Uh, there are sure definitely is. some beach stories in this, but it's not exclusively beach stories, no. Oh, it is uh, summer, some, so. Sometimes they're just hanging out at Pops, you know. <laughs> Jughead's eating hamburgers like he does. Oh, of course. I'm actually not familiar with the program. <laughs> I am a little bit. How dare bit you, enough. Neil, from, from MK Podcast? How dare you come here and steal our podcast? I've yeah. conquered your podcast. I've conquered the realm of combat time. Yes, and I didn't has. even give you the choice. Yeah. I didn't even fight. Oh, man. Or prepare this bit very well. I didn't prepare <laughs> this bit very well at all either. Aren't I think we supposed I to do the uh, same... ten, 10 tournaments I'm... in a row? <laughs> hey, you, yeah. you know what would be perfect uh, to decide if you're going to take us over? We should play Mortal Kombat 4. Or just wait till my 10th appearance on the show. And then oh, yeah. decide I've decide I've conquered it. Well, this is number. Yeah, three. I mean, this is this is your third, right? Yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about oh, right. So, All right, so, so this is the last appearance of Neil in combat. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't fun. He hasn't conquered the realm of combat time yet. He has to win seven more tournaments. I think wait, I also so... recycled that Betty and Veronica joke from a recent MK podcast when I had a cold. So oh, yeah. sorry for <laughs> dipping back into old bits. <laughs> hey, you know, if someone had to listen to that yet, it'll be a treat when I get to that. It'll be like a running joke. <laughs> Wait, so since we all did separate episodes of of uh, MK Podcast, does that mean that we've already won three tournaments there? Oh, yeah. yeah so, that's true. so this evens it out. Although I think I also, uh, you guys also made recorded appearances on the Mortal Kombat 21, I think. And then that's the, four. Uh, when we just had to take a break from Defenders of the Realm. Right, yeah. I sent some stuff in for that, too. So, uh-oh. Yeah, we're kind of neck and neck here. All right, Oops. that show's yours. You can have it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I will send you guys the login for the uh, podcast host, and uh, you guys can take it from here. So welcome to the Josh... What's a J word? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Come take a ride on the Josh Del- Jalopy. Corey the Josh Jalopy. <laughs> <laughs> Put in a little or whatever jalopy oh, sounds God. like. I, um, I got to do work. I got a little <laughs> engine running from uh, yeah, the Corey Corner there for you. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you really have just like a whole soundboard of every sound effect. I do. I'm going to have to send you two tracks. That's our we, goal we, is to get a uh, soundboard soon. Yeah. No, I mean, but why should we? We, we all love Neil's soundboard. He's great. Oh, yeah. I love Neil's soundboard. That was a very different sound. Yeah, what the heck was that? Is it... Is it Could it be? Is it time for news? Oh, shoot, it's news. I guess there's news. 
Breaking news. news. Breaking, breaking. <laughs> so, breaking news. A new movie's out. They've already, you know, released the trailer for Mortal Kombat 2 live action. No, I'm just joking. With you. It's not live action one. <laughs> it is the next iteration of the animated movies, you know, with the grand success of Scorpion's Revenge and Battle. What's it called? Battle of the Realms. Battle. Battle, Battle of the. Yeah, there's too many battles now. I'm gonna be honest with you. No, I think it's battles. Battle for the realms because it's because it's defenders of the realm. Right, right, right. There's too many battles. There's too many realms. I'm I'm very confused. Let's cut to the chase. Brand new movie, Mortal Kombat Mythologies. um, uh, (laughs) Cole Young is coming out soon. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Like, and you know what you've seen? You should be very familiar with Mortal Kombat, you know, mythologies, because, you you know, you played that game. Yeah, I can't. And you died a lot. I can't wait to see that movie on UMD and Laserdisc at some point. <laughs> I can't wait to see that movie either, because you die a lot, and it's so hilarious. I love it. I'm getting PTSD. Anyway, no, the actual movie <laughs> name is Mortal Kombat Snowblind, which I... Oof, that is that's definitely a title. <laughs> well, Mortal, Mortal Kombat Legends Snowblind. They are putting this in the the Legends series. The Legends, yeah, sorry, yes. Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat Legends. Legends. Right. That but makes it's it an okay title. I mean, you got Kenshi and Sub Zero, which by the trailer, Sub Zero just is like crammed in at the end. So I don't know how he's going to tie in yeah. to the whole story. I don't think so. Can, uh, um, I think he's training Kenshi, right? Yeah, he seems to be pretty present throughout what we saw in the trailer. Yeah, he's, he's the, the old guy. He's the old man training. No, the old guy. Yeah. I incorrectly told uh, you, seen that the old guy was Boraicho, because I, I thought I had read that Boraicho was going to be the story. But That's what why I, I was confused. Today, I was, that's why I was confused. It's, like, it's Liu Kang. It's old it's Liu, Kang. Liu Kang. It's not Liu Kang. What? The big dude really? with the beard? It's Kwai Lang. The, really? I read I'm, that the dude with the beard is Liu Kang. No. You better, I think you should check your source. That that seems pretty clearly Kwai Lang. This it was a uh, it was an article from Bloody Disgusting. Well, yeah, you've gotten things maybe wrong they before. were wrong. Yeah, I don't yeah. trust you know pop journalism. So maybe it's <laughs> Kwai Lang. Okay, so he's he goes from being a big burly dude to somehow looking like lean and mean sub zero and putting I, a mask over I his feel beard. like that's a, I feel like that's maybe like a flashback to when he was younger. Okay. Interesting. So not only does he have a scar on his eye, but also in Deception, Deadly Alliance Deception, Quiling was an old man at that point in the timeline. Yes. So correct. and it's clear that they're setting this in that you know, the equivalent of that era of mm-hmm. you know, the animated Mortal Kombat universe. So it seems pretty clear yeah. to me that it's that it's Kwai Lang. If we look at the IMDb cast, obviously they could be hiding some people. Like, for instance, Patrick Seats does the voice of Shang Tsung, I believe, but he's not credited so far on this. He's on the cast list, but his character isn't credited. Right. Um, he is a voice of Scorpion from the past two movies. Yeah, right? that's that's what I meant. He's a, he's a voice of Scorpion from the last. Yeah, that two makes movies. everyone's yeah. wondering: Is Scorpion going to come in and ruin everything right. by taking the spotlight again? Yeah, I made a mistake. Art Butler is the voice of Shang Tsung, and he is credited, but uh, there is no Liu Kang on this. We just we and there's no Bo Raicho oh. either. We get Kenshi and we get oh. Kwai Ling. And, okay, uh, so I stand corrected, and I feel like an idiot. That bloody disgusting is not a reliable news source. And of course, everybody's favorite. <laughs> Mortal Kombat character yes. Cobra is also on this list. <laughs> and Kira. Yeah, and Kira, Kira and... is on there. Kira from... And Tremor. From, uh, yeah, Tremor's here. Kira is from Conquest, right? No, you're thinking of Kiri. 
Uh, Kira, this is Kira from again 3D Realm. She's Kira oh, and Cobra are kind of Kira. Black, okay, Black Dragon members. Yes. Yeah, because it's heavily Black Dragon focused. I, I will admit, I like. Sure. It's it's refreshing to see a what if story. It's obviously in the future of if Liu Kang, not by Red Show, not fucking Kwai Lang, is is Kwai, Kwai old Lang. and with a beard, and we got Kano with a beard, and he's King Kano. I think that's pretty. That's yeah. pretty wild. So. A lot of a lot of stuff in the trailer that makes you wonder how they're gonna. What the heck is that? Like, yeah, I don't even know. Cobra, lol. Yeah. In this. Yeah. So well, they seem to be putting every Black Dragon member in this. We, you know, we got Kano, Cabal is in there, uh, Farah and Tor, Kira. Oh, I, I missed uh, Farah and Tor. Yeah, you see them kind of right near the beginning, sort of running yeah, in, like right in when there. the invasion happens in this city, which. Yeah. My theory is it's Zhuzhen, but we'll see. Um, like, right as that invasion happens, you see Farah and Tor, like, run. Just They just kind of run. Mm-hmm. Uh, but huh. we also get a really interesting deep-cut character from uh, Mortal Kombat Special Forces. We get No-Face in the trailer. He's that, like, real skinny zombie-looking dude. Is that dude that's no walking shirt. away from the explosion? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like no, like, that's yeah. true. Like, Neil's right. We Like, we do get a no-face, so that's kind of get... cool. Jay, how do you know who this no-face person is? He haven't played Special Forces yet. I saw them in the comic. Or, okay. The comic? Yeah. <laughs> okay, the and he's in the game Special Forces, or are you just talking about Special Forces, the organization? I'm talking about the. I'm talking about the. He's the first boss, I think, in the Special Forces uh, game. Yeah, he's one of the Black Dragon characters made up for that game, and then obviously we see Tremor as well in the trailer. I'm pretty psyched about about that. Honestly, I like the Tremor design. I'm not a big Tremor head, yeah. you know, but I was a little bit <laughs> like, okay, that's pretty pretty sick. That I've always heard that about you. I just like that they're tapping a lot of these kind of deep cut Black Dragon characters. It's very very cool. Yeah, or someone like, like me who's really into the that era in particular, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And a big defender of well, special like, forces. The Tremor and and Tremor and Ferator, Black Dragon. Yes, Tremor's Black Dragon. Again, he was introduced in Special Forces as well. He's one of the yeah yeah one of the bosses in that. He's. I always thought he was a bonus character. I thought he was from another franchise for the longest time. No, because he's... <laughs> when he came in, uh, what was it, 9 or 10? In Special Forces, he just looks like a standard ninja. Like, he's just but brown, you know, instead of like yellow or green or whatever. Yeah. He's just brown. So, yeah, they gave him a redesign for Mortal Kombat 10, and this seems to be pretty heavily inspired by that. I don't know. Oh, interesting. I'm into it. Like, I'm into a smaller story. I'm into a little more focused personal story versus like, cause I think the biggest issue I had with battle of the realms is it went too big too quickly and it tried to cram. Like, yeah. We start with a tournament and out world giant monster. And then suddenly it's, it's, you know, elder God, Liu Kang fighting a giant dragon Shinnok. And it's just like, what happened? You know? <laughs> like, mm. Yeah, exactly. You know what? I wouldn't mind rewatching these movies now <laughs> before this movie, we're going to have to play special forces. The three D games, rewatch the two animated movies. What else we gotta do? Is there any books that we need to read? For sure, I can. I'll make a list of stuff that you should probably reference. <laughs> Neil up here giving us homework. When does this movie come out? They didn't release a date, did they? No, there's no date. There's the, no date yet. The rumored yeah. date that I've seen is October twenty seventh. I don't know if that's true or not, okay. but that's some of the some of the you know Instagram posts and stuff are rumoring 
a late October release date, digital and Blu-ray. That seems likely. Man, I feel like an idiot for not realizing that was Kwai Lang. He, I mean, uh, full confession, I watched it on my phone, but I got a big-ass phone, but I never noticed <laughs> yeah, the scars. Yeah, I guess I should have watched it on my TV. Uh, I, w- I will say, uh, I didn't think the animation looked all that good compared to the last two movies. No, like, we complained about the animation, Josh. but it looks a little lower rent. It's a different style. doesn't look bad. Josh, I'm going to disagree with you. Um, I actually think the like the actual animation um, looks pretty good, um, and I say that, or I should say, the from art style, watching. I guess. Well, you know, like I don't think it's going to be animated particularly good, but from the trailer and how it's going to flow, I actually think the actual style is fine. It doesn't feel cheap. I, I think I'm uh, a bit biased because, like, yesterday I watched the. Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Nice. That's on Netflix. And holy, I mean, I know it's a it's a Netflix movie, so it's got a maybe it's probably got a bigger budget. But holy crap, that movie is animated so dude, well. D- no, d- no, dude, you're comparing apples. To oranges I know, but I'm saying it's it I is mean, it's it is ninjas. a yeah, <laughs> it is all ninjas. <laughs> but I mean, WB could put that kind of time and effort into these movies as well. The thing that that show had, the rise of the rise of the Ninja Turtles, and um, there's another famous comparison, uh, the spectacular Spider-Man cartoon, right? Right. Both yes. both of those shows opted for um, s- simpler character True. designs in order yeah. to put more effort into the action, right? To like yeah. make the action yeah, scenes like more fluid, easy to follow, easier to you know, mm-hmm. like dynamically animate and things like that. I'm no expert on this, but I know that I've read that kind of about both shows, like the stylistic choice of how you present the characters, the simpler it is, the easier it is to, to make good, good, good action pieces in animation without spending a shit ton of money. Um, True. And I, I don't think they have that option with Mortal Kombat because the characters need to look like the characters. Like, the the baseline yeah, character true. designs have gotten pretty complicated, you know. Like, yeah, there's I mean, just a lot of detail. The proportions need to be realistic or super over the top, like they are in this movie. All the barrel chests and ripped, just ripped arms everywhere, right? Yeah, and ripped off arms. Yeah, that's Ha-ha. true. Um, <laughs> so I, I think it's gonna they're gonna go for a balance. It's kind of like what DC does with you know their Batman. You know, the Superman animated movies, the Injustice animated movie. I think it's going to be competent in terms of action, and there's going to be some cool scenes in it. But overall, it's going mm-hmm. to probably be pretty, feel pretty static. That's just sort of what they do. You know, that's just how yeah. they do yeah. these things. And that's why yeah. I'm not excited. It's just like they're churning these out. Okay, yeah. it's another animated movie to tide us over until Mortal Kombat 2020. But remember, sequel. like in Scorpion's Revenge, that incredible opening action piece where. Hanzo is fighting all of the Lin Kuei in the village, you yeah. know? Yeah. Just that was spectacular, right? And then Battle oh, yeah. of the Realms um, didn't have one. <laughs> it, it kind of, I can't remember uh, how Battle of the Realms opened. Oh, that, the Tarkatans killing Liu Kang's parents. Yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not thinking so much of the opening, but I'm thinking about like the, the impressive action piece. Maybe their goal with that was, was you know... Liu Kang beating the shit out of out of Shao Kahn at the end of that movie. That was the one where they really yeah, put the effort in. Going anime, yeah. Yeah, so I think that you're going to do, they're going to do that in this as well. 
they're going to save it up for a few big fights, and then the rest of it's just going to be kind of just kind of standard animation. Just you know? people walking and talking? Yeah, basically. I mean, I'll be all right with walking and talking if the, the story's interesting. And, you know, we'll see. I like the idea that they're doing something fresh. But, hey, at least there aren't. At least there aren't black knuckles. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah they did change the, the shit, knuckles. This, yeah. I'm glad that the shading is bet, uh, different. There is. I, that's what yeah. There have been some stand. some rumors floating around that that this might uh, give us a sense of what Mortal Kombat 12 is going to kind of be like. You know. Oh, interesting. Hence the yeah. hence that's going to be their sneaky way. Hence the sort of alternate character designs and alternate universe feel oh, of it all. Oh my god. That it, I just called it or you just called it Mortal Kombat yeah. 12 isn't going to be the ancient tournament. It's going mean, to be the far future. I don't think I'm the first one who has called it, but like I think that, you know, the way that No, you're the first. That <laughs> this looks a little a little different than like it doesn't look like the 3D era either, you know? That yeah, this could just right. be symbolizing like a sort of different direction for the next main series game, which would be mm. which would be pretty cool. I mean, I remember the you know the Mortal Kombat ten comics brought a lot of three D era characters back, and then there were the long standing rumors that like Havoc and some other people were going to get added to Mortal Kombat eleven before they stopped development on that. So, so it's possible that some of those ideas are now getting pushed into Mortal Kombat twelve, and that this is you know, our first sort of peek at that, right? Like, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's kind of got me intrigued. So, yeah. so yeah. for that, if nothing else, I'm really curious about it for that reason. Personally, well, we shall see. Hopefully in October, I can't wait. Kenshi is the character from the 3d era that like made it out. Right. Like, can she got, yeah. he got, he got, <laughs> he was, he was DLC in mortal Kombat nine. He was in mortal Kombat. 10. Oh, and Bo Raicho. and Bo Raicho. Yeah. But Kenshi's like the one that DLC made too. it out. Yeah. And like yeah. Kenshi got, you know, he got put in Mortal Kombat Legacy too. Like we have seen, yeah, Kenshi like in action, like outside of games, and it was pretty cool. It was one of the better parts of Legacy too, from what I remember. Like it wasn't. Yeah, I actually like that episode. Yeah. It had a little bit more classic Mortal Kombat fun right. feeling to it. So I'm excited yeah. to see that. Like he's a popular character. He's a character people really dig, and I, I'm glad. I'm excited to see him get some focus i'm glad to be like we're getting a, this is the first mortal Kombat movie we're getting that isn't gonna like as far as we know be featuring Liu kang johnny cage sonya blade you know the basics right like the yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool the yeah trio and that alone is is pretty cool it's like opinion. uh having a star wars movie without luke skywalker and all that yeah, well, we've had six of them, so. which is which is which is great and should be done. You know, I, I like that we're going to start exploring other corners of the Mortal Kombat Legends world. You know, yeah, let's do another Mortal Kombat Legends after this with uh, Chameleon, yeah, Bo Show or Chame- Yeah, why not? Seriously, well, why not Chameleon? Yeah, we know what, or something. Well, we know what we really want, right? Which is which is Taven and Dagon. We want Armageddon. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They might do that too, yeah. since they seem to be progressing uh, chronologically towards. I that, mean, they so. could do like a yeah. Shujinko. Yeah, you, know, you might get your wish. Like a full Shujinko like journey through the ages, right? They could do something like that. It would be cool to see that stuff get embraced. So okay, so that was that was the state of a Rome. Um, seems like we seem like we are fairly excited for this. We're excited for the potential that this, the potentiality. Talking of you guys has made me a little bit more excited about it. Yeah. If nothing else. It's going to be another Mortal Kombat movie, and I'm willing to bet it's going to be uh, better than def- than uh, Battle 
for the realms. I'll give you that. Yeah, I'm like, open money. Yeah, I'm kind of in agreement with that. I too, will because it's going to be more like centrally yeah. focused. Because like we're not going to get giant dragon versus giant Shinnok destroying a city, even though I love that unabashedly. Like like if you put giant monsters in anything, I am sold. Maybe I'll I am watch here. For the I am tonight. for it. You've seen it, <laughs> but. Yeah, we, but, can, we can put like, money on it. I can't say it's going to be good. You've seen, I, Are we I all going to bet? I will bet one person's uh, digital rental of this movie that it's going to be better. Okay. So if you if right. if you watch it and hate it, you've seen, you said put money on it first, so I'm going to offer this to you. If you watch it and hate it and you think Battle of the Realms was better, I'll pay you back for your rental, but you got to be honest. Okay, and if and if it is... Sounds if, like if a I, deal. If I, so if I think it's better, then I pay for yours? Yeah, then you got to buy my rental. Okay. Yeah. I'm cool with that. All right. Deal. Stupid question, though. Is if this is going to come out in HBO Max, or does it come out later after it's uh, available for rental? It'll... It's gonna if it hits HBO Max, it'll be after the Delayed. it'll be after the okay because yeah. Battle of the Realms. I, I, I just looked uh, both of the previous ones are on HBO Max. So like I said, I might watch one of them tonight just for to get psyched. Watch, uh, watch them while cool. you can yeah. before HBO Max. Like whatever the Takes fuck they're doing over yeah. there, Discovery Plus. Yeah, oh, are they doing? Some, yeah. Oh yeah, they're shaking. They're shaking things up. Yeah, yes. they're shaking things up, and oh, shit. things are getting are disappearing. So who knows what's gonna happen? Oh with shit, combat stuff. Mm-hmm. Better watch Conquest Stream while you Wars. still can. I'm also calling it Fuck, now. Yeah. I am so so hoping that that village is Jujin. Like, oh man! Just yeah. what a what a oh, reference that cool. would be for me. I mean, Conquest already implied that the Black Dragon like has deep roots there in their Black Dragon episode. Um, they made Easter eggs in the Mortal Kombat 10 books to like the Koreans and stuff like that. Like, just just name the city Jujin, please. What if what if we see uh what if we see Ciro and uh what's her name Tara Ciro and Taja just Taja, like hanging Taja, out in there Taja yeah it turns out yeah. they're the real they're the real heroes of the movie <laughs> oh dude they're hanging out the the Zhuzhen Applebee's <laughs> what a dream what a dream oh, I'm not willing to put money on that but I'm hoping it's <laughs> I'm hoping they do it you can make a second bet on that <laughs> yeah it's a bonus okay well. You know what? You know what I think? Hmm. Let's talk some Mortal Kombat 4. <laughs> sure, Let's I got it. some stuff to say about that. But I did try to sneak in and conquer things, much like uh, Shinnok and Quan Chi. Sneaky bastards. Yep, yep. As they do in the much-awaited review of Mortal Kombat 4. Is it much-awaited? Slash Mortal Kombat Gold? Yes. Mortal Kombat Gold. Which, I've never played the Gold version. Me neither. Oh boy. Nor have I. I've seen some clips, uh, and I want to start out this episode making a, a redaction. Uh, okay. I believe it was in our Liu Kang episode, which we haven't uh, actually released yet as of this recording. I think I mentioned that there there is a scene where Kung Lao and Goro face off and have a mutual understanding of each other. Remember I was yeah. talking about that? I incorrectly mm-hmm. said that was from Deception, because that's the only thing I could have figured. It's actually from Gold. <laughs> It's, that it's, is from uh, Mortal Kombat Gold. That's yep. Kung Lao's ending. Mm-hmm. Wait, so. Kung Lao is in gold. Yep. Oh boy, a lot of people are in gold. We're gonna. I'm not gonna reveal them all to you. Yeah, until, we'll get to that until okay. we get there. I tried to I, get gold I, I'll for. Admit, uh, I, okay. I I'll admit I focused on four. I didn't really. Well, I mean, gold is four. It's the UMK three of four. I tried to right, get it on but, Fightcade, but uh, I couldn't find the correct ROM to use in it, and. Its server was completely dead. Maybe that's why. Maybe it's because the the ROM is not available. I don't know. But uh, 
I played plenty of four anyway, so yeah. yeah. And Neil, Neil, you got us covered on uh, MK Gold, so yeah, I got you covered on Gold and or possibly. Well, we might get to that. The Game Boy version. I have some experience with it. I don't really have a whole lot to say, but uh, yeah, I can. I, I was not about to replay that for this. Sorry. Yeah, I almost sought it out, but uh, I was too busy playing other things. <clears throat> I won't say what. I do own a copy. Um, I have spent some time with it, so I can I can definitely uh, give you some thoughts on that. I say it once, and I'll say it again. You have a problem, Neil. I know I do. I have I have more than one. It's generous of you to say it's. I just have the one problem. I've got. Well, I only. I'm only aware of the Mortal Kombat vice, so I don't know where that all that other stuff leads to. But. <laughs> well, some of it uh, we're not going to get into here, but uh, I I will gen- I, I will say like in terms of like video game collecting, there are only two series where I have like at least one copy of every game in the series and oftentimes multiple copies, right? Mm-hmm. And that is Mortal Kombat and Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. I have uh, like oh. every, everything for both like consoles. Remember you mentioned in the, the Tomb Raider game. books you're reading, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had one sitting <laughs> on my night, like my nightstand right right when we did that. So. Nice. Do you have every movie? Yeah. Uh, yes. You mean both movies? Or is, oh, wait, no, they did do the there's, third there's one. Like three. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's three. three. I actually don't own the third one, the, the remake, reboot, whatever, on like physical. I have a digital copy. Mm. I, I personally yeah. I personally don't think you know, that you have a problem because I think in some ways I have the same problem, you know, because like what? I mean, Josh and Yasin have seen my the room that I'm recording in right now. It's it like it's got a theme. It's got a subject and it's everywhere because I'm a collector of this stuff, too. And you should see Bondage. me. You should see me on my Disney animation rants. I will. I just I won't shut up. So like I have my own passion. I don't think it's no, no, a problem, Neil. It's a passion. I quite, I quite admire Neil's collection. Just just seeing the little bits of it. It's just like it's a museum, you know. I dig it. Yeah, it I mean, Jay's. I don't admire. No offense. Not kidding. <laughs> Jay's I'm more about the figures. You're about the. Uh, you're about the. the the actual games and memorabilia and things you could, practical things you could, you know, dust off and blow into the cartridge and experience. Not a big figure guy in general. I, I got a, I have a few. I mean, I don't have like zero. In terms right, of Mortal right. Kombat, the only ones I really have worth mentioning are like the, the I think it was the 1992, like G.I. Joe style Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat figures. I got a handful of those. And I've got the boat. <laughs> the combat boat? It's not called this. It's called the Reptile Racer or something, or the Reptile Runner, and it came with the Reptile. That's how you got the Reptile figure originally. Oh, I got man, it secondhand, so yeah, I didn't yeah, have yeah. the figure. I don't have Reptile. I miss 90s uh, action so, figures and their stupid way to figure out how to give yeah, everybody man. a combat vehicle or a dino buddy. And a missile. A missile launcher. There's two, launcher. two in the Mortal Kombat line. Kano had a motorcycle, and then, yeah. and that's how you got the Kano figure. And Which is the, canon, because it shows up on the comics. Runner. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. So uh, I just call it the the Special Forces Battle Boat. I like it. Let me take that again. I kind of mumbled. Special Forces Battle Boat. There we go. I mean, I'm not editing it out, so... No, I can stay in. I just want everyone to know that I fucked up. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that I realize I fucked up. Can I swear Have you this? ever... I'm just, I'm just fucking around. We, we'd prefer you not. <laughs> Because the swear quotient is met by me, so no one else is allowed to swear. Right, right, right. 
I am, of course, scared. Yeah, Josh so. is the only one who's allowed to swear. <laughs> anyway, we should fucking get into get into this, shouldn't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna swear like I'm a somebody in a Resident Evil remake. You know, they got the new Resident Evil Four coming out. The the, the running thing oh, is boy. in Resident Evil Four, they're gonna add the F word and all your memorable dialogue. Like, hey, it's that fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> your left hand fucking comes off because if you played Resident Evil Remake 2 they swear every fucking chance I get it's a little weird oh really yeah pretty yeah, yeah really. Cause you haven't played it you, you only watched me and Jay play it a little bit no they to try and be adult and serious Claire and Leon mm. which is out of their character too especially Leon because he's a good boy he's a good little boy scout uh, cuss yeah, so much he's like a like a Liu Kang or a Kai he is yeah he's too good for this world uh but, you know, they already character assassinated him in that third animated movie where he kills civilians very much and becomes an alcoholic, very much unlike Leon Kennedy. Anyway, I just said we should get on track, and I'm going off on a Resident Evil tangent. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> fucking dog. This fucking game. Mortal Kombat 4. Yeah. Their first uh, official, like, leap into the third dimension. Right. And the yes. first Mortal Kombat that I actually played in a movie theater when I was growing up in South Carolina, and also the first, and also the first game where I looked at it at the time, I played it all of two times, and I realized I don't like this game. And then my <laughs> saga, my saga into the Street Fighter verse uh, was uh, commemorated at that point in time because I was kind of mostly more of a Mortal Kombat fan. By the time four came out, and then because I didn't like four, I was like, "Okay, what other fighting games are there?" And then, oh, lo and behold, Street Fighter. So this was my gravitas away from the two uh, D era Mortal Kombat when it went three D, because three D fighting games were kind of like finding their footing there. And the only one I truly liked at the time was Battle Arena to Shinden. At that moment. Oh shit! I yeah, have a so Shinden was pretty sick. I have a Saturn copy. Don't try playing it now. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty bad. Yep. Uh, Toshinden? I, yeah, Toshinden. Yeah, it is. The t- two is awful in my opinion, but one and three are fun. Though I actually I think I still prefer one. One has that charm to it. I kind of remember three. I don't remember much of, but I remember liking it. But they're still dated games, like very dated. Yeah, they're pretty rough. <laughs> but the um, but the anime but the anime movie is gold. <laughs> so tell me, Jay, did you? Uh... I watched that a long time ago. The theater that you played it at, did you happen to be seeing uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation at the time? Because I believe they came out <laughs> around the same time, both in 1997. You know what, Josh? You know what, Josh? I can't truly remember, but I'm going to say yes, because... Nah, you were watching Dr. Doolittle, don't lie. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I, I probably just had like a like a very bored Saturday. Maybe I watched both in the same day. I don't know. I will say, I only say that because I did watch Dr. Doolittle in theaters. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> In the same theater that I watched uh, Annihilation, but not at the same time. Did you take your dad to it, too? Or the other way around, I guess. Did your dad take you to no, it, No, so, someone dropped us off. No, me and my friends just went. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Because I figured your dad probably would have enjoyed that movie more than Annihilation, <laughs> which he had to watch. Yeah, he would have. I think my uncle dropped us off. I don't know. I don't know. Shang Tsung? People just took us with <laughs> Huh? That uncle? The one that uh, like Shang Oh, the one that I met. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. The-, <laughs> the one that looks like Shang Tsung. Are we talking Bruce Locke Shang Tsung? Are we talking like... Carrie Tagawa Shang Tsung? One Shang Tsung. MK2 Shang Tsung. Mortal Kombat 2. Okay. So, 
Yeah, we were, I think we talked about it in the MK2 episode where, like, I, I guess maybe it's the, the Sega version. Like, he looks darker in the select character select screen. Yeah. So he kind of looked like my uncle. Now, uh, I remember you saying that on that episode. <laughs> Had to do a little callback. So that is that the only time you played MK4 before this, Jay? Yes. Um, yeah, this is why I kind of like, at least for this particular episode, I'm over here, and to put it in quotes, um, I'm naked and afraid because I didn't actually have <laughs> a lot of Mortal, of Mortal Kombat 4 experience throughout most of my life. I only played it the two times in that theater on arcade, so I can at least say I played it on arcade. Um, but I, I recently reconnected with Josh, and he had Mortal Kombat 4 on N64, and I got to play it with him and really just sort of look at it with more adult eyes, so to speak, now. And oh, nice. um, and actually, I mean, you know, contrary to a couple of things that I have problems with it, but I kind of forgive it because they're just sort of dated aspects of the time. I actually think it's quite good. Um, it's better than I thought it was going to be, and Josh kind of proved that to me when we did about roughly three or four hours of actually playing it. And I would I, ask, like, like I, 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 I actually kind of enjoyed it. I definitely enjoy it now, playing it, and but I remember enjoying it as a kid. I'd ask you, like, why didn't you like it when you played it back then? Was it the uh, just because so, it was different? Because he was a fighting game snob. S- yeah, like I yeah, really, he already liked I, Mortal I really, Kombat one, two, three. That's true. They're not a fine steak. They're like whoppers. I guess. I guess, <laughs> I guess for some background, at least for me, I had a stigma against three D fighting games at the time. This was sort of like teenage oh. brain me kind of going into mm-hmm. it. And the reason why is that I kept trying to get into Tekken at that point in time, and I hated it. Other than like two or three characters that I kind of liked, I didn't like the 3D version of it because 2D just looked way better. If I looked at Street Fighter Alpha, for example, and then I look at like Tekken 2 or even Tekken 3, it's like I get these beautiful, intricate backgrounds and these gorgeous sprites versus like these blocky, your bicep is, you know, a freaking rectangle kind of dude. And even though, <laughs> like, an, like, an, like, like, and even though, like, you know. Wait, sorry, hold on. Are biceps in real life not supposed to be rectangles? No. I mean, mine are. They're more like, Shit. they're more like stretch spheres, or at least they should Uh-oh. be. But. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> you know, sander, buff those things down. <laughs> but, but like, um, at least for me, I always thought that 3D fighting games of that particular time were just too slow. They felt slow. You're trying to move around a 3D environment. The 3D environment was typically very, very bland. It was blocky because 3D was still finding its footing. While it's like a 2D environment, you could add all these massive colors, all these people in the background, all these interesting things kind of going on in the 2D plane. And just visually, I just thought it was more appealing and it felt right. I was kind of like that kid that was just stuck and addicted to 2D fighting from like an early age. So when 3D started taking over, the only one I truly got into was Toshinden at the time. And that's because it was, uh, and that's really because it was faster. And I just enjoyed the mechanics of that particular game. I thought it was faster, yeah. Not that I want to get off on a tangent about Battle Arena Toshin Den, but Again. I feel like like uh, Virtua Fighter was my 3D fighting series. Right, so right, right, when right, I right. got like a when I would play Tekken with my friends, and also when I got Toshin Den on the Saturn, it felt like playing in quicksand compared to Virtua Fighter Two in particular, and uh, Fighting Vipers. I thought that was a, a pretty damn slow game personally. 
You, yeah. you should have been playing Virtual Fighter is what I'm saying. Yeah, and, 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 like, and I guess you're probably right. I didn't get into Virtual Fighter until actually I got into college when a friend of mine just insisted that I play it. And I think at that point in time, I had like a different context and a different mentality about fighting games because I'd played so many between now and then. But Virtual Fighter, I, I still say Virtual Fighter is great. Like I didn't have a problem with it then. I don't have a problem with it now. It's, it's, just, it's just a mechanically dense fighting game but i think that's to its yeah. benefit because that makes it unique you can do so many different moves depending on what side of the opponent that you're on and not oh, since yeah. i've never i never saw a fighting game that gives you that many options it's almost too much but i i definitely enjoyed that aspect of it because it made fighting so much more technical than whatever street fighter even tekken could ever pull off so i mm-hmm. i get i give it mad respect for that but Okay, but as long again, it's mad respect. Oh yeah, 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 it does. <laughs> but Mortal Kombat Four, from the first time that I played it, of course, I don't, I don't think I even chose Johnny Cage, even though I know he's in the game. I think at that time Shut I'm up. just like, I'm gonna choose, I'm gonna choose Reptile, and I just, I hate the way Reptile looks in that game. I just do. That's like yeah, one of my least favorite same. Reptile. Yeah, yeah, one of my I'm, least I'm, favorite I'm the one that liked Reptile. It. <laughs> yeah, I and, remember seeing like in a Game Pro or something like preview screens of Mortal Kombat 4 showing Reptile, and I was like, what did they do to my favorite character? What did they do Why to doesn't my he boy? look like a cool green ninja anymore? Look what they did to like, my I was, boy. I was mad. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's the first oh, yeah, instance I mean, of him never... trying, to, trying to reptile reptile him. Yeah. But I'm sorry, you seen good? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't really care about Reptile too much, but Ooh. I've never liked his non-ninja form. Hold I on, generally hold on. ninja form. Mm. Hold on. Sounds like this game has a reptile dysfunction. <laughs> Someone argue it does. I, I actually like his look in it, though. I disagree with all of y'all and Corey over there. Uh, Josh, I, I, don't I, like Josh I, dis- I disagree with you. I don't like his look in the next game, in Deadly Alliance, where he literally has a oh, tail yeah. and a long snout. And I, I don't like his look in MKX. Uh... It's all the bony things like here. I don't know. It's it's, it's the costume's kind of interesting. He's got a humanoid face still, but he's scaly. I dig yeah. it. I dig it. I'll say this is definitely better than his Deadly Alliance appearance oh, yeah. for sure by a mile. Yeah. I, I haven't played Deadly Alliance, but I actually think I think it's I think Reptiles looking MKX is probably my favorite one. He just like he just to me he just looks appealing in MKX, and I like the way he. I like his fighting stance, and I like the way um, and I like the way he moves. He's like a feral ninja um, in that game, and I kind of feral, um, yeah. and I kind of dick it. Ew! <laughs> I just I just looked at uh what <laughs> what the crap? You looked at MKX or what are you looking at? No, uh, Deadly Alliance. What the crap? oh that that's yeah bad. yeah that's really looks, fucking bad, ain't it? He looks like the the lizard man in Soul Calibur. They're, yeah, they're trying does. things. Whoa, a reptile! Yeah, yeah. I'm looking. At, I'm looking at this too. I I prefer him though to be a ninja. You know. Wait, is he? What what character is this? There's one where he's still a ninja, but he has like a he has like mummy wrap around his face, and he still has. Uh, he that's that how he Shaolin monks. That's Shaolin monks. Yeah, he looks cool in that. Cause that's kind of a he does. midway between the two. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like his Shaolin monks look. I like the his his um at least Armageddon. I'm not sure if he was in De- uh, Deception. Well, there's a lot of fan art. Whoa, 
This is interesting. Okay, I need to stop scrolling. Yeah, don't type out. I do think it's. Yeah. I do think it's kind of cool. Like, like I'll give. Um, I'll give Midway at the time like credit because like a uh, reptiles. Reptiles lore has always kind of been that he's a human like ninja that is constantly devolving back into reptile form. Uh, I think. I'll correct again. I think that's him. a. I think that's a fan theory. We talked about that. I'm pretty sure it's a fan. It's, we did. Um, yeah, but I can't. I can't weigh in on that. To be honest. Yeah. I mean, like it, it makes uh, sense because. Every design gets more reptilian, but I think that's just because they get more graphics right. and they can do crazier shit with them. Because what I heard is it was like the further away they the the uh, Saurians are from the matriarch, like the less intelligent they get, or something like that. Hmm. But mm. I, we'll have, we'll have to confirm not that. Too, like, yeah, not too knowledgeable on that part of the lore. I think that would be kind of um, cool to add that to his lore, though, because that's neat, because usually you always hear about characters evolving to something, but Reptile devolves. I think that's just kind of a cool, unique aspect to him. It might be yeah. a fan theory, like, sure, Josh, like, I'll go with you on that, um, but I, I I hope in the future, because, you know, MK just loves their retcons, like, yeah. I would love for them to actually just kind of retcon that a little bit, because I think it'd be kind of cool. I think it makes sense for the character. They could totally do that, if they haven't already. Like, maybe it is a feeling. I don't know if I like it, though. I can talk all day about the the reptile visitarians from Mortal Kombat Conquest, but in terms oh, yeah. of canon reptile lore, not so much. <laughs> they should just put Conquest characters. Put the 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 MK ninety five. Yes, they fucking should with the mouth. You oh, know? yes, yeah. <sighs> that that costume's sick. Yeah, was it uh the 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 mother like was it she the it's been a while since seen Conquest but the the big mama was she like the insect. Queen oh, or the Raptor Queen, I forget. She's like Um, so there's there's no big mama in Conquest, but the the Okay, not big Zetarans, mama, but like the which, hot mom as Elliot would say. They do the hot oh, Kriya. <laughs> yeah, Kriya, that's right. They her do name. form like an alliance with Kriya. She's the kind of insecty like like okay, tribe yeah. of Amazon warrior women. Yeah. Yeah. So right. they're because they're hiding out in we're not going to, you know what? Yeah, you know what? Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it just popped in my head. I'm like, was there was there a reptile queen or yeah. was it an insect lady? It was an insect lady. Precursor to Devora, I guess. Yeah, but they never really, we just see the hives. Like, you don't really see insect-like qualities in the right. warriors themselves. Probably a smart move for budgetary reasons. Yeah, could you imagine you how know? embarrassing yeah. that would look? be like watching anyway. season one of Buffy. That <laughs> one over my head. I never watched it. I don't watch the movie. I've seen two episodes of that, so I don't okay. know. Pretty rough special effects in those early episodes, that's all. <laughs> early yeah, TV, I remember yeah. that's kind of what turned me Mortal off. Mortal Kombat yeah. 4. So we, we established that reptile kind of weird design. I'll, I'm going to say, though, that uh, a lot of the other fighters, most of them come out looking pretty cool. Like Scorpion. Yeah, I agree I, with that. I always thought Sub-Zero looked way cool on this one. Yeah, Sub Zero. Even though he doesn't have the MK3 costume, they kind of differentiated. He he looks like Sub Zero in mythologies. It's very basic, streamlined kind of evolution of the MK2 mm-hmm. look, and it, I dig it. He looks cool. Scorpion looks cool. They gave a little skull in his belt, mm-hmm. uh, and then everyone else. Yeah, it's kind of like an evolution of their 2D game looks. Raiden looks about the same. Sure. Kang gets a tank top, just like Robin Shoot in the '95 movie. I think that yeah, was a does. nod. Uh, yeah, some, there's some cool, cool looking characters in, in this. You know, yeah, I think man. So. Uh, this, so well, like we mentioned, and forget like I know we're talking about old characters, but uh, Quan Chi 
introduced like mm-hmm. in full 3D in this game. I know he was in mythologies. Uh, best character design any Mortal Kombat character has ever had, in my opinion. I do think Quan Chi looks cool. Like, like I've always thought, and he and he's mostly stayed. He's never his his design has not has not evolved too well, too much, even in future games. In my opinion, has, at least from what I've seen. I think yeah, this he is goes the only game in Mortal Kombat Nine. Yeah, and that that's kind of became his look. But this he had you know completely long sleeves and just the big spikes. Which they used in Conquest the too. Shoulder pads. To, uh, except when he fights yeah, in Conquest, sure they he use takes the them exact off. Same. Yeah, because they Conquest, use the exact same costume. Conquest mythologies and MK4 kind of just sort of happen, and uh, supposedly his debut appearance, fucking uh, Defenders of the Realm. Was, yeah, that was his debut appearance. I think they already were planning him, so they didn't pull him from the show to yeah. apply to the game. But so he just set up. But it was the earliest. Correct chronological appearance of Quan Chi and he looks his costume is the same in all three of those with the yin yang symbol they kind of brought it back in 10 a little bit but other than that yeah he's he likes to show his buff chest and show that he's pale all over but what I I kind of like about yeah yeah like and what I kind of love about like Quan Chi is that I love the fact that he's technically you know, he's also like a different type of like sorcerer, but still a sorcerer nonetheless. So he's a rival to Shang Tsung. So he is he is the Vegeta yeah. to uh, uh, to uh, Shang Tsung's Goku. He is the little finger to <laughs> Shang Tsung's Tyrion Lannister. Like same same actual he's dichotomy. The Shadow the Hedgehog to, to, to Shang Tsung's Sonic, Sonic the, the Hedgehog. Hedgehog. Yes, he. Yep, that's exactly correct. Like he, he's the Wario to. Yeah, he's the wide Mario to Mario. Yeah. Wide Mario. Yep, and I love the fact that they're that they always look each other with like a bit of mutual respect, but they always have this look of like they're always waiting to backstab one another, and I kind of love that dichotomy. I think it's fun. Um, so Quan Chi, oh, yeah. so Quan Chi has always been kind of cool in my book, and of course, Josh and I love like making fun of like a, a phrase that Quan Chi made. Oh, yes. I think in Mortal Kombat, what was it, Josh nine or ten? Nine. It didn't come say, in the nine like, where they they gave him the big the deeper voice, uh, and it went, when he does his uh, telekinesis move, he goes you know he says all this gibberish, but it sounds like to me and Jay, saying, <laughs> "Give me the money." Give me the money. <laughs> there is so many times where they said that to the point where I forgot what the origin was. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we were saying that all the time. Like Josh actually picked Quan Chi when he was playing against me, and he kept saying that. You know, each time he got a move out of even though he doesn't talk like that time. in MK4, the characters do sound hilarious <laughs> no, he in MK4, which we might get to. They say some hilarious gibberish and you know really quick oh, yeah. phrases. Uh, but Quan Chi just generic, but uh. Yeah, I could not. You know, that's that's his character for me. Give me the money. He throws. It is hilarious when he throws this giant skull for his move, uh, which is way bigger (laughs) than it appears in later games. It's like the size of someone's torso, and it literally makes the sound of like a guy going leaning into the microphone and going blah blah as it chomps you. It's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. It's uh, it is it is green, the color of money. It is. I was was thinking of that. Yeah, that's true. Quan Chi is all about his Benjamins. If there was a, if there was a Mortal Kombat hotel, Quan Chi would totally be the owner of that hotel, in my opinion, because he would be asking. I don't know <laughs> where this conversation is going. <laughs> I know, right? We're veering off. So confusing. I could see him to also add to that Wario and Lannisters and to also add hotels. to that because it because it, it does need to be mentioned that besides Quan Chi, this is also the first game where Tanya makes an appearance as well. Correct. Even though I didn't pick her. 
Tanya uh, and Shinnok too, right? Shinnok, yeah, yep. Shinnok and Quan Chi are technically the boss characters, but they're both pickable from the outset, which is neat. I mean, yeah. half of the characters in this roster are new, right? Uh, roughly, it yeah. Depends on which version of the game you're playing. Yeah, if you're playing True, gold, yeah, yeah. as we'll find out, you got some old favorites back, but uh. Yeah, and, and, you know, we talked about how successful newer characters of each sequel, how successful they are. Are they just generic, you know, whatever characters? Are they truly good additions? And I think this game, Grand Star, Quan Chi, uh, Tanya, lesser so, but managed to, you know, be memorable enough that, you know, people clamored for to come back in uh, da, 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 10. Everyone else, oh, Fujin, yep. Fujin was kind of generic until they kind of gave him a little bit more soul in 11, but there's a lot of generic-y characters in this one. Uh, I think it's kind of half and half. Like, no one's going to remember Jarek. Like, Reiko, Kai. I kind of like Reiko. Yeah, Reiko's I mean, popular Reiko, enough to Reiko appear in the movie. Reiko had some lasting, yeah, Did and Mortal Kombat Conquest. He was in a few he episodes was. of that, too. He was in Conquest. And I yeah, kind of liked to... I liked Reiko as a kid because he his costume's cool. He's basically Sub Zero, a ninja without a mask. He's got these cool face paint yeah. or tattoos, and he's mysterious. He's cool. I kind of liked Reiko. So, so do you know why he's wearing the ninja costume? Yes, I believe it was supposed to be uh, another ninja, yeah, either Rain or Noob Saibot, right? It was supposed to be Noob Saibot, and there are early Mortal Kombat 4 arcade builds that have Noob Saibot in his place. Mm. But they decided uh, it was just too many ninjas. Yeah. So they... Um, For once. They, just, <laughs> they swapped the head, basically. They just they took him out, they created Reiko, they put a, they put a different head on the on the model. Which I guess is that's uninspired. How we got it's a little generic I but, there's yeah. too many ninjas after Ultimate. Well, that, maybe that's well, just it. They were... Probably thinking like, boy, we had a lot of fucking ninjas in in Ultimate and Trilogy, didn't we? We should probably put yeah. less ninjas in this time, yeah. especially since they're three D and yeah. there's no such thing as pellet swapping now. Uh, and it was a shortcut to get an extra new character, so you feel like there's more new content, you know? Yeah. And you know what? Yeah, yeah. I guess even though uninspired way he came together, I, he, he's memorable to me. And uh, Tanya also uh, was originally going to be Katana. I'm sure y'all know, but. Now, oh, spoil- yeah, yeah. spoilers, we could spoil this one. She shows up in gold, right? Oh, yeah, she does. Yeah, she shows up in gold. But for base MK4, they were thinking of putting Katana in there, and they decided they they wanted more new characters, so they changed her into Tanya. And Katana's model yeah. was still in the game because she appears in Liu Kang's ending. But, you know, we got Tanya, who's right. an Adenian, yeah. you know. She, she kind of plays the similar role, kind of a reversal of Jade. She's, you know supposedly a good person but you know spoilers is secretly working for shinnok yada yada you know because of yeah, course she is and of course Kali you know from mortal kombat conquest what oh sorry there's a not really but there's a very oh. similar character in a oh yes Kali. yeah mortal kombat conquest yeah uh, for a second i thought Ooh, you were going to uh, say it was the same actress or something because these are all, mo- all even though it's a 3d no, game no, they're no. all modeled off of people Okay. Yeah, yeah I do this, remember Kali. Yeah. That is totally borrowed. Just the comparison. It's a trope. I think it's a, you know, reworked trope. It's interesting. Yeah. And of course Tanya Yeah, I didn't under, I never understood why they didn't just go with Tanya for the for conquest. I mean, they're sticking Reiko and people like that in it. Yeah, they should have. I don't know why. That's true. 
Hmm. Oh, and it's also notable that with Sonya, you got Tanya and Sonya, so both of Ed Boon's sisters are in this game. Nice. Oh, right. Yeah. Maybe that's why. He's like, you can't use my sister's name for your TV show. Oh, maybe that's... Yeah, but you can use use her for a video (laughs) game where she gets her head ripped off. Ed Ed Boon was making the game. He wasn't making the show. (laughs) Oh, yeah, true. Okay, good point. But yeah, so you got them. We should check up on Ed Boon someday. See, he was okay. Yeah, you know, it's certain a lot of violent imagery, you know. After all these years, (laughs) maybe it's time. You know, I was like, hey, you okay, dude? Yeah, lasting psychological effects. You want to talk? I'm sure he's so Mortal Kombat perfectly helpful. Four. Mortal Kombat 4. Uh, you want to round out some of the other characters? Oh, Noob Saibot, by the way, was secretly selectable in the console versions, in the N64 at least, I believe. Yes. Yeah. And, and apparently Meat as well? Yep, Meat's And Meat, yeah, character. the best Mortal... Everybody's <laughs> favorite Mortal Kombat character, Meat, makes his debut in Mortal Kombat yes. 4. Who I did not play, sadly, but I did see him, and I was like, oh, who's this? <laughs> but I Technically, you could see him anytime you do it a fatality that involves somebody losing their skin. Because <laughs> it's the same <laughs> the same model. <laughs> I mean, not even a joke. Yeah, it's just a true fact. Yeah, it's just right. a true fact. They just reuse the assets to make a... Doesn't he have a story, too? Isn't he supposed to be... Uh... The combined flesh of defeated people in Goro's lair that come together and gain sentience or some some such nonsense? Something like that. Oh, um, and that, that reminds me. I need to look up some the, hilarious okay. uh, character intros, but uh, I'll, I'll put them in my back pocket thought, and keep talking. I thought Meek was the experiment that Shang Tsung used or something. Yes, yeah. Horrific experiment created by Shang Tsung. Um, he escaped the sorcerer's clutches before he could be fully completed. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's his. That's his background. Okay, might have still been yeah. collected from the remains of people from Goro's lair. That'd be a. That'd be kind of sick yeah. and pretty fucking sick. Which yeah. also, it's, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a little sick. It's also weird to note that uh, Goro is also in this game inexplicably. Yeah, he is in that's the. Uh, Home console version. That's I don't right. Think he yeah, was in the arcade version. I do. I do remember that he was. Uh, was just a bonus for the arcade. He's like the sub character. No, only I think you could probably Wait. unlock him. But you know, he was. He's the uh, the penultimate boss, and he doesn't work for Shinnok. Yeah. It's not like he came back and worked for his story for the home consoles. Is literally, he's alive. Goro's alive. Um, Goro lives, and he, he's coming well, to get revenge against Liu Kang. I do that. Need? Goro, yeah, Goro. Just mean? give me Goro. Give me Goro. I do. Um, I actually do have a quick question for you, Josh and Neil, since you know more about this game than I do. Josh, we didn't get a chance to well, see this in the um, um, huh? What am I? <laughs> well, you seen? You I'm said, willing to bet. Well, you seen? You'll find like, out. Well, you I'm seen, pretty sure you've seen knows more than I do about Mortal Kombat Four. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, you've seen you too. Um, my question is: Is that does Mortal Kombat Four have? different stages like in other words can you uppercuts uppercut someone into a new no. stage because yeah because i didn't think so because oh. i josh i never asked you that question when we played because i just wasn't thinking about it at the time but i was like oh there is no like alternate stages that you can just blast someone into like you could in three that would have so, been cool no, and they good they bring that back in the 3d era like the proper 3d era i don't count this among those even though yeah. it technically is it's they bring back like wall, like 
stage obstacles that you can hit people in and knock them through other areas and stuff like that. I guess not so much like full stage transitions. For a, there's a yeah. handful where you can like bust through the floor and end up in a different section of the of kind of like in Tekken. of the stage. Yeah, I, they take it a little further, I think. Huh? M- more like um, Dead or Alive. Okay. Like Dead or Alive Two. Mm. Well, I'm not familiar with that. Yeah. When I say Tekken, I really just mean Tekken Seven because it's the only Tekken I, I played Tekken like two gotcha. back in the day. Uh, that would be a really cool idea if they could have implemented like full go on to another stage because that would have made since it's a 3D environment, just make it feel a little bit more organic. Like you're traveling through. I think that was too much for this. Probably was. For this first attempt. Yeah, this is their big, like I said, it's the bridge. It is the end of the 2D era, and it's the BC um, before uh, the 3D era. (laughs) So it's kind of this this limbo. I think it's... I mean, but also you have to remember, like what we, we mentioned before, that this was made around the same time that Mythologies was made. Correct. Like so yeah. this came out like a few months apart. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Because they're, they're tie-ins, so, story-wise. Right. Right. So, I mean, they probably didn't have the resources to be able to do that much outside of the basic game. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You know I think boy, it took like, like three people to make mythologies. Probably. You know what? <laughs> I did say when we did our mythologies episode that, because we wondered about this, and I was like, I should you know look up where the team was split. And, you know, being that we're doing a whole fucking episode of Mortal Kombat 4, I was going to research... I did forgot to research that. <laughs> but uh, having beaten, <laughs> having beaten Mortal Kombat 4, it's got a large uh, crew in the credits. So, uh, yeah, maybe Neil's right. Maybe there are only two people on mythologies, uh, not including the actors. Uh, <laughs> I, I think they probably had different specialties split apart. You know, they probably hired a lot of 3D modelers and stuff like that. They did mocap for 4, so they probably brought in a lot of new people. One thing, one thing I'm actually kind of like shocked that Mortal Kombat 4 didn't do for like an early 3D fighter, because I know a lot of them were doing this, is ring outs. Like you could, there is I'm no ring outs in that game that I can fall. Yeah, I'm, in some ways I am, and in some ways I'm not, because like just I know Toshin didn't have ring outs. Tekken, Tekken technically had ring outs back in the day too. Um, I know that, well, this is much later, but Soul Calibur mm-hmm. always had ring outs. Um, and I'm just kind of shocked that like they never kind of like went that route because I see how they could easily do it. You could have like a fight on the pit or something, but instead of like a bridge, oh. it's just a big huge circle. Okay, and now I wish they would have done that. That'd be off. cool. That'd be cool. yeah. I was like, about to like, say like, like if, there's no ring out in Mortal Kombat. You you be you get beaten when you die. Well, that then you would die if you fall off the pit. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. These- these are all things that they do add in the 3D era, just so you know. Oh, they do. Okay, but just not in this. Yeah, yeah but just not like in this how, game. Man, I haven't played enough. I like of how them. we played... suggest all these things. Yeah, it's but... like we're thinking the same track as Ed Boon did, you know, freaking 15 <laughs> years ago. Uh, I played the shit out of Deadly Alliance, and a good bit. of I think deception. it was mostly Deception. Deception had a lot of like stage, like in ring fatalities. You could kill someone in the middle of a match with like a death trap or knocking them off a stage where they would fall like pit style onto oh. like jagged rocks or whatever. I guess I, I think they it paired enough. it back then. You could turn those features on or off. If I'm remembering correctly, I always left them on cause it's fun. <laughs> and then I think they paired the amount of those back for Armageddon. Okay. There was just a lot of it in deception. I think there's too much. Uh, shit I have in a, Armageddon uh, to begin with. I have kind of an answer for the development stuff here. Oh. Um, 
looking at Mortal Kombat 4, Ed Boon and John Tobias were both working on that. Ed Boon was programming, uh, you know, head lead programmer or whatever. If I go over to the Mythologies article, um, Demetrios Tianis and Bill O'Neill were directing that game. And uh, John Tobias was involved in it and art capacity and design. And Ed Boon's name's nowhere on the... Uh, nowhere on the credits for that so ed boone was busy i think with most of the team working on mortal kombat 4 and they passed mythologies over to some other guys that makes sense because mythologies is you know yeah it's not what they're used to it's it's a different genre but it's still 2d art they got it down pat they can they can delegate it where you know mk4 is the big new thing so of course programmer is going to try and figure out how to fucking get it working that makes sense with their new uh, the Zeus is... chip, if you remember the the hype about the <laughs> Zeus chip from back in the day, I only remember the hype about the FX chip for the yeah. Super Nintendo. Hell yeah, you did. That was that was a bomb diggity. That was the best thing to happen in a video game. I don't care <laughs> if people said that Star Fox and FX Racer looked weird. Those games are sick. Three um, <laughs> D, actual three D, and not faux three D on the Super Nintendo. How cool is that? Yeah, but, man. Uh, no, yeah, the, I remember reading way back on the day in like, uh, Video Game Informer or something that they, the, it wasn't the engine, it was the, the chip that is in the arcade machine that, you know, ran this new engine. It was called the Zeus chip, and it was like, they were all, you know, him and Han about how powerful it was, and this is gonna be, you know, ultimate in visuals and stuff like that. It'll change everything. And of course, I don't know if it did at its time, it looks pretty wonky. Uh, maybe it looked yeah. good for its time because actually the uh, the arcade and the Dreamcast versions do have like animated faces and moving mouths when they talk and stuff like that that do look kind of uncanny since they modeled them after actors like Kerry Hoskins is still Sonya uh, was it John Parrish is still Jax and of course Rich DeVizio is Quan Chi just like from his FMV appearances and mythologies yep. and I guess the, the arcade and the Dreamcast versions look a little smoother, at least in the FMVs. And I guess I might have they been do. impressive at the they, time. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in the, the home yeah, consoles... Yeah, they definitely look better. Oh, yeah. The home consoles, they uh, I've always been confused. It's like the home console versions for all the FMVs, they use the in-game characters. Uh, and it's hilarious. Uh, and, uh, or, or don't they? I think they just did that for the N64. I think the PlayStation version has the full motion video. Okay. Because, of, of course, it did. The, of course, the, the N64 animated. has a shitty, choppy... And N64 <laughs> has has the in-game, in-game engine endings, yeah. Yeah, which is fine because it leads to one of the most hilarious end-game screens ever, and that's a Scorpion's ending. If you recall... Scorpions. I thought you were going to talk about... Jarek's ending. Oh no, we'll, ending we're gonna get to that. Those. That's that's funny, no matter what version. <laughs> yeah, Sonya's uh, ending in particular yeah, has me going dying. somewhere, Jarek, <laughs> <laughs> and oh, so forth. Uh, we showed you that scene, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen those. Like I said, I've played. I've. It's been a long time, but I I used to play this game a lot. I did too, but no, Scorpion's ending. Uh, you know, he he drags Quan Chi to hell. And in the arcade, I guess everybody but the N64, it zooms, it starts out zoomed up in Quan Chi's face and you see his mouth open as he goes, no, and it zooms out and pulls out until you see all of hell. In the N64 version, it does the reverse 
and it zooms in <laughs> on Quan Chi's face, and his mouth can't open. And he's doing this really jerky motion <laughs> as he's shaking his fists, going, no! And it's with dramatic music playing, and it's supposed to be, you know, wham, bang, boom, but Beautiful. it's just like, it's like watching someone do yeah. hand puppets, hand puppet reenactment. It's pretty hilarious. Man. So, uh, I guess, uh, let's, I used to pull back a bit, because, uh, so everybody's played different versions of the games, like, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Like, Jay said he played in the arcades. You, Josh, obviously had the N64 because we literally played your copy. Well, I mean, that was a newly acquired copy, but yeah, I did, I did play the N64. Oh, it was? Yeah, remember? I bought it. Remember I, I told, right. was telling you I was trying to get a hold of it? Yeah, yeah. Because right. I only ever yeah, rented yeah. it as a kid, but I rented it a lot, so. Hmm. So, I had the PC version of it. Nice. Like I've mentioned before. Um, but I didn't have a controller, so I played it on keyboard. Oh god, oh, you boy. played it on keyboard? A fighting game on keyboard. Oh no. And not just that, Jay. I played two player on keyboard. Oh no. Ha- oh, I've been there. Me versus my brother. So that on was side of the keyboard. So wait, are you talking like your God, those up, are the days. You, like your up, down, left, right was W S A D and the two player one was what? Like was it like I J K L or something keys. like that? Or- uh, I think it was the arrow keys. And then something else I forget. I can't oh, remember. But no. it it kind of worked out because my brother is left-handed and I'm right-handed, so we could kind of oh. make it work somehow. So you're, you're not too shoulder to shoulder uh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's how I played MK4 until I played at your place, Jay, Josh. That's the first time I played the NCD4 version. And then and probably a big have, difference, huh? Big difference. It, it, I mean. It's hard to remember like how it felt like the the NCD four version feels faster. Oh, really? Than what I remember. Probably like, well, it's a cartridge, so it should be faster. There's no loading. Yeah, because my version, I don't know, it just didn't feel that fast. Like it felt normal, and this felt like I was playing like Street Fighter Two Turbo or something like that. That's like, not are, fast. You, are you thinking it was like like it was running slow on the computer, like? That's the thing. I don't know if it was running slow. It felt normal to me. It didn't feel like right. You didn't have a basis for comparison. Like yeah, it's just you noticed the first so time sixty four version was quick, which I did. That's what I noticed playing it with you. Was like, wow, this game's quicker than I remember. It is pretty zippy, almost as quick yeah. as Ultimate MK three. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking. Surprising. I'm thinking that was some hardware issues because I've played the PC. Like I have uh, the GOG version of Mortal Kombat four. And it runs like lightning fast. Yeah, I have um, that too. I I played that this week, and yeah, it's really fast. Yeah, but back I don't in the know, day, because like that that is a port of the PC version, right? It is. I I think that's why I think it was a hardware situation for you when you were playing it. Yeah. When you back were in the day, dude, your computer um, couldn't handle that Zeus. Chip. Not to not to uh, <laughs> take us down another road. This will be a quick story. I, I had a small first side after played, that too. <laughs> Uh, Tomb Raider 2 on the PC. I didn't have a PlayStation. They didn't put out a Saturn version. I played a demo of that. So I had had the PC version of Tomb Raider 2 and I was playing Mm -hmm. it and as far as I knew it was running fine. Uh, Got to the um, Venice level which is the second level in the game and there's a timed part at the end where you have to open a gate and then drive the boat through the canals through the gate Mm -hmm. and uh, never once could I get the boat through the gate. 
because I was like, every time I approached it, it would start closing. Like I just couldn't get it down. Yeah. Um, got a new computer a couple years later, went for it again and it, the game ran smoothly and it was absolutely no trouble getting that boat through that gate. My computer mm. was just too crappy to run the game. Wow. I don't know why but I cleaned when, up the swearing on the word crappy. Sometimes but, crappy is a good word to use. Yeah. But when you were playing <laughs> the originally on your original computer, like, did you notice that it was like hiccuping or like no, lagging the, or whatever? That's the thing. I didn't have a basis for comparison for it. Like my basis for comparison would be the first game on the Saturn. But I was like, well, this is a whole new game, yeah. new engine. Maybe the gameplay is just a little slower or something, you know, or just a little different. So yeah. I just had no idea until I played it on like proper hardware. And then, yeah, I was like, oh, damn, that thing was crawling. So yeah, maybe that was it. Because, I mean, I don't, I, I didn't have any bases, but I also didn't notice it. Like, I mean, I feel like I could tell because I had games like, for example, I had uh, the Men in Black game on PC. Okay. And that game was a struggle. Like, it, my, I could hear my computer struggling and it was like. Right. It was like slow motion, and then it will crash. I never got past the first level. So, but then I think the game, when I played MK4, it was on a newer computer, I believe, mm. maybe. So again, man, it's but, that it's that Zeus chip, like Josh was saying. Yeah, you didn't get too, the Zeus too much for you. The, <laughs> the Intel Pentium Zeus or whatever. <laughs> oh God, yeah. The yeah, 3D yeah, FX Zeus chip. That's how people play on consoles. I'm, I. Uh, I, I remember having a hand-me-down computer in my room in addition to our family computer, like one that my friend that uh, worked, you know, took IT, you know, uh, or tech school or whatever. So he, he gave me like a shitty, junky computer. And I was running ROMs of the Godzilla NES games on And they were so slow, it was like watching, uh, like if you watch a VHS tape and you put it in slow motion and it's just like hitting the pause button on and off over and over again. If you know what that looks yeah. like, you can uh, picture that. That's what it was playing like. Nigh unplayable. I don't know why I even put up with it. But I wanted to, I wanted to play the NES Godzillas. But uh, I only ever play. I didn't play much on my PC. Uh, most of what I played was like point and clicks, like Zork and stuff like that. To the point that, uh, this is really embarrassing to admit, but I never knew what WASD was until like last year. <laughs> I didn't know that that's how people navigate in like first person shooters and all that. Cause like I played Doom as a kid. Oh yeah. Do you want to know how I controlled Doom when I was playing it on the PC as a kid? 100% the mm-hmm. mouse. Nothing but the mouse. That's, that's so I would, I would like move psychotic. around and pick up my hand and that's the pull most it back. insane. I mean, I beat the episode one that whole life. that way. It was probably hurt my wrist that way. And I'm now wait, wait, replaying wait, wait, wait. old Doom wait, Wads. Josh. I'm like, oh, there's a better way. WASD, okay. J- Josh, you... so question. When you say controlled by the mouse, because I have to know this. Meaning um, that when this... I want to move forward, I literally push the mouse forward. Okay, that's uh, insane. Yeah, 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 that's insane. Never mind. I thought you used the mouse to, like, look around. I mean, that too. I mean, everything, the mouse. So, yeah, if I'm running down a long hallway, I push forward and I have to lift my hand and pull it back again like I'm rowing a goddamn boat. And that's how I control this sound, when I was a kid. This sounds... This, <laughs> dude, this, this sounds like your flight simulator controls when you play RE, and that unnerves the crap Don't out of Don't get on me about that shit. 
Lots of people play Oh, yeah, I've got to get at you about it. <laughs> that must have been really annoying being in the same room with you. Like, one of dude, those. You, I'm one yeah, of those. Yeah, he's literally just doing like this. <laughs> what? Like, oh, Jesus. my God. Like, huh? like, 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 Neil, Josh and I will play RE. Again, this is a tangent, but real quick. Josh and I play RE sometimes, and we usually just switch the controller back and forth because we find it fun. But... It well, it is hilarious how many times that we keep switching the controls from inverted uh, from inverted <laughs> controls back and forth because we both have wow. different ways of doing it. So he'll just give me the control. I'll forget to switch him, and all of a sudden I'll go forward, and then I go backwards, and then I run into a zombie and I die. And I'm just like, well, Josh, why? There's inverted enough- is wrong. That's why it's called inverted. Yeah, uh, I agree. No, no. <laughs> Except there's enough people that play like I do that there's enough games that are, but I guess not enough, especially third-person shooters, because we were talking off the podcast, you seen just got me into Fortnite, and I was looking, because it was messing me up, man. I'm like, I'm looking for an option, and oh, there is, but it's only for the Y axis, and I'm like, no, man, I gotta have X axis, too, and they're like, why? You, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I'm a Nintendo bro, you ever, you play Mario 64, right? You played Breath of the Wild, yeah, right? I'm not a not a fan. <laughs> It's I'm not a fan you, of Mario 64. When you I'm move, on record. Really? Really? <laughs> really? I just replayed part really, of it yeah. the other week. It was quite uh, quite a blast. No? Okay. I mean, that's fine. I huge, respect that opinion. Huge Mario Sunshine fan. Not a big fan of 64 or Galaxy. I uh, don't like Galaxy. Oh, that, oh Galaxy's a hot take, man. Uh, I don't know about 64, but Galaxy's a hot take. That's interesting. A lot of people like Galaxy, but right. I think it's too linear looking. Anywho, the point is, in most Nintendo games... When I turn the joystick left, you guys would think, I mean, people listening probably know exactly what I'm describing, but so it's pointless to go on a rant about it, but I'm going to, because I have to defend myself. When I turn the joystick Mm -hmm. left, you guys think, I want to look left. I'm thinking, I want to turn the virtual camera left, so the viewpoint actually shifts to the right. That's how my head works when I'm playing a 3D game. Okay, I'm not... I don't understand it, but you know what? It works for you. I'm not going to judge <laughs> well, you for it. I have I to. I've gotten used to the uh, non-inverted now because I'm forced to play Fortnite, uh, and because of that, maybe I'll go ahead and re-download Resident Evil Five and try it for the Switch, so I can because I never played that one all the way through. Because guess what? That one only has non-inverted controls. Whereas Nintendo games, uh, Shimigami Tensei Five, which I'm getting back into, default inverted nice. both accesses because they know exactly what Nintendo. Maybe it's a Nintendo thing. Anywho, rant over. It must uh, be. I've, I've, Josh, I've I want you to imagine. Weird. I want you to imagine. Josh, Luckily, you Mortal, imagine Kombat Mortal Kombat doesn't have this four. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say, Josh. I want you to imagine playing Mortal Kombat four or any Mortal Kombat game for that matter, where if you press the um, the forward button forward, like the right like D the right the right arrow on the D pad forward, but you actually go backwards. And then you oh. press backwards, then you go forwards. And that, I want that. you to try and play the game like that. And then you'll understand oh. how I feel whenever we play RE and I have to switch those controls. I mean, and I'm just like, this is Basically, hold the controller upside down and try to play the game that way. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't make yeah. sense there because it's largely a 2D plane. Even in Mortal Kombat 4, which until they launched into the full 3D. So I, I totally respect Neil saying that he doesn't consider this part of the 3D era. Because it still plays pretty much like sure. the 2D games. Only you get that little sidestep button, which is largely useless. They let you sidestep. Right. It is pretty useless. I did want to talk um, about that, actually. I had a couple great that... uh, moments with it, though. Like, it does introduce a, some some eye candy 
Because, like, I did a move where, like, I dodged as Scorpion, of course, a kick by sidestepping. And then I immediately roundhouse kicked, which causes the character to once again fly, you know, into the background. So we pretty much danced around each other almost like 180 degrees. And that was very cinematic. And I'm like, that's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I like that. I actually, I actually really at first I did enjoy that sidestep because I was like, okay, it's a sidestep that is functional, but it's clunky at the same time. Because Josh, when you and I were playing, you could use it to dodge a projectile, which I actually thought was cool. I was like, okay, like this yeah. is a alternate dodge for projectiles. I thought that was neat, but the problem that I have with it is, is that. I wanted to press it two or three times in a row and they just keep shifting, but it is a limited use with a lot of recovery time type of mm-hmm. type of weird dodge. It's kind of interesting. It's like if I if I if I shift to one side or the other, I gotta wait like a cool like what two or three like full seconds before I can do it again. So it's almost like I have to press the button. They then probably didn't press want people, the button. They probably didn't want people spamming it. That's probably why they did that. I guess. I guess, but I wouldn't call that spamming. That to me is tactics. Like you, you're still main, manually focused on the fight at hand. It's not that you can go anywhere. But I do actually think it's kind of neat because that's obviously the first time Mortal Kombat has done it in that way. So I actually give them a lot of credit for that. That's unique. Like I've never actually seen a dodge like that before, and I have mechanical problems with it. But I think that it makes the it adds charm to the game that I wasn't expecting. So I generally that's... like it because it was it was functional. That wasn't in something like Virtua Fighter or Tekken at the time? No, because they actually did it the right way where you just keep shifting around and around and around. It was slower, but yeah. you could do it um, oh, okay. because you're walking. So Technically, it's... in Virtua Fighter, they introduced that in Virtua Fighter 3. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. I did not know that. Interesting. And I... Yeah, it was, like a, it was like a free, you could keep, you could step, 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 step. It wasn't like full motion, like full rotation like they added to the later, to 4 and 5. It okay. A, it was a. It was like this, except it was a lot more fluid. You could repeat it. I'm not sure about Tekken. I think it's a similar thing with the early Tekkens. The way okay. I visualize uh... it, it's almost like the way Mortal Kombat did it. It's like Mortal Kombat when you're fighting is a clock, and by that I mean like you know how the seconds move, just mm-hmm. dun dun dun. The dodges are like that. It's two people on opposing yeah. sides, and it's a clock, and then the, the dials on a clock, and each time the second moves, it just clicks from one side, and that's how you're dodging. You're just dun dun. Done. That's how I saw it. I'm like, okay, that's that's yeah. that's, that, that's interesting. Like it, it's interesting because I can see it all being bad, but Mortal Kombat actually kind of built it around it to where it's actually functional. Like there were some times where Josh uh, was playing a scorpion, he threw his spear, and I did a well timed dodge, but knowing yeah. that I can't strafe around forever. I have to be like dodge and then move forward and then if he if he goes for like a straight kick I can dodge again on one side and then combo him and he can vice versa do the same to me. So I I did think it was I did think it was actually kind of functional how they did it and I personally wouldn't mind seeing that again if it was actually built around that mechanic. Um, it's just it's just unfortunately kind of clunky because I still think it's too slow. I, ultimately, I I find it hilarious that like it was such a feature that they wanted to like you know present that they added a sound effect for when you yeah. hit the button <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> yeah and i thought like that was a, funny it's too. almost like a re- rewinding a tape or something like that it sounds yeah. like hey they want to let you know that you you, you dodged yeah um 
So what are some like highlights in the game for everybody? Like, is it like specific characters, um, you know, levels, cutscenes? Like, what are some highlights for everybody? Uh, I liked a lot of the stages, particularly like Goro's Lair, seeing that in mm-hmm. 3D, like kind of in this early 3D version of that. Yeah. I thought was yeah. pretty sick. I think the game looks very Mortal Kombat in 3D, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, things are a little bit brighter maybe than than you're used to in the series, but that's just kind of a byproduct of, of polygons and lighting and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, aesthetically, I think, I mean, it looks dated by today's standards, but like I can imagine at that time, it probably looked pretty cool. And I think it was a pretty faithful translation of a lot of the characters to 3D, personally. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember, yeah, I remember being like, I remember just loving how it looked back then. Like, I just, yeah, I couldn't believe that I was seeing like Sub Zero and Scorpion in 3D and like they were like moving naturally and stuff like that. I don't yeah. know, it just, it's really cool. And the projectiles and everything worked. Like you compare that to mm-hmm. like other three D fighters at the time, not a whole lot of projectile action going on. That's right. Like, that's true. That's true. Yeah. You know. So and they and they did it and they did it pretty successfully. I mean, part of that was limiting. I think the the movement in the foreground and everything to just that dodge, but still, like, I mean, even complicated stuff like Goro's like stomp where he goes off screen and lands, or Kai's kind of silly fireball where he shoots it straight up in the air and it comes down on you like um yeah, yeah like sub-zero freeze two. in mortal kombat 3 like there's a very 2d mortal yeah, kombat I mean, type moves yeah but they but they translated it and it worked and that was yeah. not something like i didn't play every 3d fighting game at the time but i played a, a huge chunk of them that i don't think i was seeing in anything else like i and as a direct comparison to like the street fighter ex series Mm-hmm. which did have projectiles and things. Now, the only one of those I played was uh, EX3. I didn't play the earlier PlayStation 1 games. The, but... proje- the projectile's not a very slow, though. Like, Ryu's Hadouken yeah. moves like Reptile's Force Ball. <laughs> like, right. it, it, yeah. re- it really is very slow in that game. Street Fighter EX didn't feel particularly Street Fighter-y to me. Everything was a little bit floaty and loose. But Mortal Kombat 4 still felt like Mortal Kombat to me. It yeah. did, yeah. It totally yeah. did. It it felt like the evolution. Like it felt like an evolution. It didn't feel like a it didn't, it didn't feel, feel like off target. Right. I, I think they've really focused on I mean, they kept the gameplay very close to classic. I think they mm. that was important to them, you know. I think they I think overall they succeeded and like not that reviews mean everything, but if you look at reviews for Mortal Kombat 4 when it came out, I mean, the big the big places were giving it like 8 out of 10s and, you know, stuff like that. Like, it was scoring mm. big points on, like, IGN, GameSpot. I'm pretty sure GamePro gave it a good review, you know? Like, right. people were digging it. And yet, and I... the, the people score kind of... My memory was everyone was kind of disappointed with it, despite it playing good, just because it wasn't because it was different, because it wasn't 3D, or I'm sorry, digitized actors. Does I think that depends. That? I mean, they still did, they still did like face mapping like, and motion capture yeah, for the characters, off of them. which I really like as kind of paying homage to their roots. You know, that is something they get away from in the 3D era. Like mm, it's not yeah. Rich Divisio on Quan Chi anymore. But but I like that they st- stuck with that in four. Like they kept their actors and everything. You know, yeah. Um, 
I know a lot of people who have nothing but fond memories. My buddy Kevin has a Mortal Kombat 4 arcade machine in his apartment Whoa, that he nice. bought. Goals. Uh, like he, he, he bought it maybe a year ago, a little less, I think. Um, Brandon, uh, he's been on MK PodQuest a couple of times. He, like, Mortal Kombat oh, yeah. 4 was his first Mortal Kombat game. He loves it. He and his, you know, uh, friends and like they would play it all the time. Like he's a he yeah. loved loved it. A lot of people like if it hit at the right time, there's a, there are a lot of fans of Mortal Kombat Four out there more than you would think. Yeah, like I can. I mean, as someone who just basically has uh, has very big soft spots for certain fighting games. Again, I, like we've mentioned Ballerina to Shenden a couple of times here, but there's probably not too many people that would actually know that game unless you have actually played it and were kind of into yeah. it. So that's just kind of an example of that. Like, um, I, I like I can I can respect that because there's definitely a couple of games we were talking about this earlier before this podcast about games that we enjoy that we like, and I mean we did an episode on it here about fondness for other fighting games that we had in the past. Mine was a wrestling mm-hmm. fighting game for you know for sure, crying yeah. out loud, and Yasin's was basically a Power Rangers fighting game, and Josh's was a uh, you know a game called Mace. And these are things Which... I'd never heard of um, at the time, <laughs> and I just think it's kind of cool. A 3D fighter that I think more successfully does the idea of a 3D arena, uh, where you actually have, you know, terrain to navigate over and stuff, whereas MK4, right. to kind of feel like, is there a point, is, does it need to be in 3D? Because it plays so much like the 2D games, and the doing the, the dodge only seems like garnish, especially when the, the stages are so empty, except for uh, the severed heads or boulders that you could pick up and throw at the enemies. But I would say that the, oh, yeah. the highlight yeah. is how it, it it does evolve. Like the blood is 3D, literally 3D. Globs fly at the camera. But uh, I yeah. think the absolute yeah. highlight is the fatalities, for sure. Uh, I think it has some of the best oh, fatalities yeah. oh, yeah. in the franchise. Because really after 3, that... did all the, the cut, cut and paste fatalities, this one, they, they <laughs> couldn't get away with that. They had to be, you know inventive and detailed because these are 3d models and as there's a couple stinkers and there's a couple redos of classic fatalities but there's some classics like quan chi ripping your leg off and beating you and it never stops (laughs) that's a great one yeah uh uh, shinox both involved going into the ground and summoning giant skeletal hands that'll maim and dismember you in a a certain variety of manners there's some good shit in there I like that Liu Kang actually turns into a dragon. Yeah, three dragon. He doesn't bite you in half though. He he bites you and then he kind of shakes you like a like a dog would, or like the T Rex in Jurassic Park, and then just yeah. throws you down. <laughs> and it, it's like, oh man, he should have yeah, bit true. him in half. But there's plenty of torsos getting ripped. Kai rips your rips you over his head. Johnny Cage does a spine or mm-hmm. torso rip fatality. Remember how I said that like the most like brutal uh, fatality in Ultimate for me was. The one with the world exploding. Not brutal oh, yeah. so much as that you said it traumatized you. Yeah, the one that like always got me in this one was uh, Tanya's when she like gets on your neck and then just like spins mm. your neck around and then jumps off and then you just like your head is just spinning back. Yeah, like it's made of rubber. Out. That one's kind that's of that's unsettling. Not a drop of blood, yeah. but it's pretty pretty. Uh, right. Ouch. <laughs> Made me choke yeah, up maybe. even. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> What's her second one? I, I think just like oh, she breaks her neck on the one. 
Shit, I forgot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, her second one is weird. She kisses you like Katana's kiss fatality. Instead of swelling up like a balloon, you hover in the air and all your limbs break and twist like into a pretzel. It's a little weird. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah man. That That's is a, weird. A lot of body horror in this in this yeah. one, huh? Well, it's Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, they, they had the freedom of yeah. 3D models. It's like, yeah. let's just yeah. mess Reptile, them up. eat your face I mean, off. it's worth... It's worth noting that like Midway was still heavy in the arcade game at the time of this development, and like they were seeing like Josh, you wondered if this game needed to be in 3D at all. I think like actually, I think I know for a fact. I think they talk about it in the insert in the insert coin documentary that like they wanted to stay relevant in arcades, and mm-hmm. other developers, you know, Namco and everyone, like they were shifting to 3D and the 3D games in the arcades because it was the new thing was drawing yeah. a lot of attention and they were like we we got to get on this you that know, makes like, sense from a business like, standpoint i mean they had you know they'd been doing i mean terminator the arcade game revolution x mortal Kombat, obviously narc like they'd been doing the digitized sprites like the you know the photorealism like thing for so long they were like we our tech isn't revolutionary anymore our games are no longer the best looking games in the arcade we got to step up so mm-hmm. like whether this needed to be or not, I think that it was probably the right decision, like for the company at the time, for sure, mm. to start getting into, you know, and that gave us NFL Blitz and Hydro Thunder and any number of other, you know, the the uh, it gave us series, NFL like any other number of, I mean, just yeah, uh, midway. midway jumping into 3D. Well, yeah, it was midway. Like, I didn't, I didn't remember NFL Blitz being 3D. Was it 3D? I'm stupid. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah, it was. Oh, why, in, why? Why did I think it was like 2D, yeah. like a like NBA Jam? No, it was. To, you're right. It was 3D. Shit. Yeah. So like it was. It was time for them to just embrace what was happening in the arcades. You know. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah. I was wondering, like, I, I was wanting to maybe ask, you know, to close out at the end, like, do we think this is the right direction to go to? And you kind of, you kind of answer that and. I can't disagree with it, yeah, because if they did, like, I'm sure we'd all love to see a continuation, like, you know, MK, the next generation, you know, digitized actors, but <laughs> would have would have people passed class. it, the new class, would have <laughs> people passed it over being like, oh man, that's this old, kitschy, old school, out of date game, who wants yeah. to play that? I think, they would have. I, mean... I think they would have, I mean, I think they would have, because it was called Mortal Kombat, <laughs> you know, they, they could have made a puzzle game and called I it Mortal it... Kombat, it probably would have sold great. <laughs> and they did later make a, a Mortal Kombat puzzle game called Puzzle Combat <laughs> puzzle that you Kombat. can play on Mortal Kombat Deception. Yes, uh, and and the uh, the the DS port uh, Ultimate Mortal Kombat they added it as a bonus yeah. on there too. Uh, so I got to play it there. It's yeah, it's they got it fun. on there too. They got cute chibi characters. I, could, I like it. Like what? Like one thing I'll mention about Mortal Kombat Four when uh, when Josh and I played it that I'll give a highlight to is that I I actually like the speed of the game. Um, that's mm. something that I noticed very, very quickly. And I, I think earlier I said that the reason why I gravitated away from Mortal Kombat 4 and most 3D fighters that I always thought they were too slow. And that was, again, teenage me. I've kind of like reassessed that opinion. And just playing the game was seeing how how kicks, how projectiles, and how you move across the stages. The speed I actually thought was pretty damn balanced. It didn't feel too slow or too fast. It felt kind of 
perfect. Like if I wanted to do like, you know, Sonya's like scissor kick leg, leg grab move. I actually thought that that came out about as quick as it probably should. Uh, Johnny Cage's shadow kick for as many times as I failed to execute it on that dang N64 controller, which I'll get to at some point. <laughs> um, when I actually did do it, I was like, oh, I was like, okay, this it goes about a mid-range distance and it comes out decently quick. Uh, it could be faster, but that's just me. But still, like, I was I was okay with it. And then when I was playing Reptile, I liked the way he moved because he had some quick like. Uh, low and high steps that he could do with some oh, of yeah. his techniques that I thought was kind of cool that, you know, uh, that was, uh, that I thought that you could either react to or not react to. Josh played Quan Chi a lot and did his teleport where he just jumps on top of you. And it's one of those things <laughs> that I could not get around at first, but when I actually observed it enough times, I'm like, okay, you can get out of this. You just have to, you just have to realize how he telegraphs it. And I'm like, okay, this game is fine. Um, I actually thought that that was more of a highlight than I was not expecting it to be. I thought Mortal Kombat 4 would actually be a relatively slow game, especially compared to MK3. And I guess when it comes to aggression, it kind of is, but not as slow as I actually took it for. Because I think we've said in the past that MK3 is super aggressive and honestly in some ways almost too fast. Um, at least for my taste, at least now. So I think that Mortal Kombat 4 deserves some praise for how they balance the speed of the characters and how they hit and how you see them on yeah. the screen. I think that's I think that's again part of a charm of that game because it flows it flows good. Like a match feels like it's not stupid fast or stupid yeah. long. And I think that I think that's worthy of praise when they can do that. One thing I noticed about the gameplay is I was able to pull off combos easier than in Mortal Kombat yep. 3. Yep. Same, I can, I can concur with it that. Was, the timing, everything just felt a lot more natural, I guess, um, versus trying to do like, because I don't know, the combo system in three is weird, right? It's like you have to like hit a preset combination of buttons yeah, to launch into a combo, it. Like, as I call it. Yeah, that's that's what I, that's the word I was looking for. And it doesn't feel the same. I think it still is, but it just, if they just loosened up the timing or something in four. It definitely like, is more intuitive than actually, four, for sure. Yeah. I was enjoying it versus just being frustrated like I am when I play three. Mm. Man, I have to go back and play three. I can't remember if that was one of my complaints or not because I'm bad at combos. Now, now Neil's right because like whenever you're playing three, if you try and do a combo like one of their standard like you know like bread and butter combos in three, usually there's one of two ways you're going to do it. You're either going to just run towards the character, just blitz it, and then you just get your timing right and land that one light punch that just goes into it. Or you're going to yeah. do like I do, or you're going to jump into it. You're just going to try and cross up the character, yeah. and you're going to uh, cross them up and then go into your three or whatever piece and then do it from there. And that's how you're going to get your damage. In four, it felt multiple ways to do it, because Josh, when you and I were playing it, I was actually commenting, like, can I not do a jump-in combo in this game? Because I tried it, and I kept failing, and I'm like, oh, you have to do starting with this button or this button. So the uh, the error was on my part. But once I figured out how to do it, I was doing – I was able to do a pretty basic combos relatively easy. And this is kind of what I mean by the game's speed and timing is that the game is being forgiving of you for kind of being yeah. a little button mashy and then just kind of letting you get away with it. It's not completely giving you a pass on it, but yeah. I like the fact that if I jump in with like um uh, uh like a light like a heavy punch to start Johnny Cage's combo, I can do heavy punch, heavy punch, heavy kick and then 
I can press that in a multitude of speeds on any controller, and then I will probably get that combo off at least 80% of the time, you know, depending on how far away or how close I am when I land that first punch. And I, I, and I noticed stuff like that. Like, I, I, I actually thought that was legit good and how it was easier to do combos in Mortal Kombat 4 because I think that's good feedback that they took away from 3 and they seem to and 4 have toned down the aggression a pretty good amount compared to 3 for the betterment, in my opinion. Yeah. Almost sounds like it's a perfect Mortal Kombat game. Mechanically. Anyway. It's... <laughs> I can say this. I think I think I like it slightly more than three in terms of how you fight with it. I don't think it's better than two. Yeah, but I do think it is better than three at this point. I, I need to play more of it, but you know, three has some charms that I just don't think you can replicate in three D. And I kind of will always love three for that. But four, I need to play more of it honestly to give a full assessment of it because four four has problems. But it's got problems that most 3D fighting games of the early years kind of have. Namely, like, random camera angles that just move all around. And, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> that you can't see anything. Like that. Yeah. I say, yeah there, was, there were times where I was fighting Goro. And, like, I would play as Liu Kang. And I would do the bicycle kick. And it will take him to a wall. Or it will oh, yeah. push him back. But then you can't immediately go into another combo. Because the camera has to swing back around to the you know normal view so it's like there's like a split second where you can't do anything and at that time that's when he recovers yeah yeah i definitely had i encountered some stuff like that when i was playing through um i did notice that didn't beat it here by the way sorry i didn't beat it i didn't i didn't i didn't beat goro i i about I, i used all my continues on him twice once as reptile once as scorpion i did not get past and then i was like i'm done you know. Yeah, I did the same. Cause, wow. Uh, I don't know about you, because when I tried on GOG, I, I'm playing with like a PS4 controller. Okay. And it won't let me use the D-pad. So oh, weird. I can, I can only... I tried, and it, it only lets me use the joystick. Lying. And huh. holy crap, is like things are so much more difficult on the joystick. I, can, I hate playing... I think when I... I hate playing games on like controller joysticks, like console controller joysticks, like... I can't do yeah. it. So I think when I played I had a I have a Hori fight pad um mm-hmm. that I used and that only has a D pad on it and it so it recognized that as the only directional input. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was tough. So that I couldn't do most of the fatalities and even some of the, the moves are hard to do. Like it took it would take multiple tries for me to get out my weapon or whatever. Uh so it was I don't know, it was it was weird. What's I interesting is the PlayStation version has an option in the options menu to turn on DualShock support, which which turns on analog control. I wonder if there's something like that in the GOG version. I is there you, an option? I, I, I don't know I for find, sure. I could I find options. Oh, you know what? Yeah, it is weird to get to options in that in that version. Yeah. I'm I remembering I, I struggled to get the controller working the first time. I don't even know what I did. It was a while ago. I, I don't remember either. <laughs> I like I do I do want to bring up one thing though that I think is uh, that may be a hot take for Mortal Kombat Four fans out there, but I am not a fan of the weapon system in this game. It's I wanted kinda, to bring up weapons. I'm like, man, we haven't talked yeah. about the weapons, the biggest addition yeah. and besides I, and, like, the third dimension. Yeah, yeah, and uh, like I just like we did them, but there's like two major problems with the weapons in my opinion. One's cosmetic and one's mechanical. The weapons don't. Sure. Re- 
The weapons don't function like you think they do. They're basically just like an elongated punch, in my opinion. It's like if Johnny Cage gets a sword, okay, his punch goes longer. They're if, a little um, better if than Sonya that. If gets a spinning blade, yeah, and like the, like they Clown are, she but not can, can really. slam you into like, the camera with a spiked club, and as you saw me do a yeah. scorpion, he can sit down and do like a little spinny, like you know, whirl blade move. So they're not quite. Just a punch. Luke, they, Luke they Kane can more... do like this slice thing that he can get. Yeah, he can get like maximum damage on that. Yeah, yeah they, but they, the one it thing does it, more damage like... and you get more reach. They are pretty awesome in that regard. If you can fucking uh, hold see, on. See, the them. more reach thing is well, the more well, the more reach thing is uh, is probably like the thing I like the most. But one thing that I did do that I thought was kind of cool is that, which I think a weapon should do, is that it gives you in some cases new move sets. And at least for Johnny Cage, this is the only character I tried it with. Is that Johnny Cage gets a completely different normal. Um, on his um, on his high punch, he just did and he would just do a normal like high punch or fierce punch, however you want to call it. But when he had the sword in his hand, he would actually thrust out his sword a bit more forward, and you basically get more of like a mid punch type move that extends longer than his actual one. Which I'm like, okay, that's actually kind of neat. But the thing I just kind of don't like about him is that one. I think a lot of the weapons for the characters just make no sense. Like I don't mm-hmm. understand why Reptile has an axe. I don't understand why Johnny Cage has a sword, that particular yeah. sword in particular, and Sonya with a like with a spinning blade. Like just sure, I guess. Um, Wait, you get some Mortal Kombat gold having an axe. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a lot of these weapons just to me just make no sense. And they felt like that they just didn't put a lot of thought into them, at least with how they paired them up. But again, the other mechanical thing is that, yeah, you get them. And then the second you get hit once, you drop the weapon. So they feel kind of, for lack of a better term, just gimmicky. Like they're just a gimmick. They're just a present box for you kind of thing. I, they're not I really, they don't really affect the battle too much, in my opinion. I didn't like them at first for that very reason, and while they, they do improve upon them in Deadly Alliance because everyone gets a weapon and yes. you can't drop it this time, it did kind of create, one, once I realized it and I was playing, I forget if it was against the scene or against the computer, if you cared to, about, if you cared to go for the weapons, it did kind of create a game about making a mad dash for the weapon. Because like, any, but you could pick up your opponent's weapon. If you're Quan Chi, you can steal their weapon out of their hands. So it's like, I pull out my weapon and knocked it out, and I was like, oh man, I really wanted to do my spinny move. I'm going to go get it. And they try and get it, and it's just like this hot potato scramble for picking up the weapon, and that's kind of a cool Pretty much. element it's to it. But I think a lot of people though, probably wouldn't care to do it. I mean, it is. It gives you more damage. But you know, it, yeah, but yeah, but the and I guess that's worth I guess considering. But the fact that like Josh, you can have your axe in your hand and you swing your axe, and, my and axe. I can bend down and uh, I can I can I can bend down and and I can do a light kick on your shin and bam, you dropped your <laughs> weapon. Like that's yeah. well, that's this was the first game that they all had weapons. They're not used to using them. Yeah, I mean, I guess especially <laughs> Johnny guess, Cage but gets at his the, sword. He's like, what am I supposed to do with this? Exactly. With the sword? It's like Someone I'm looking at some nunchucks, right? Yeah, right. Or, right. Like, or better yet, I, I thought I thought I thought Mortal Kombat 10 had the best idea with weapons with because Johnny Cage gets brass knuckles. I'm like, okay. I can see that. Like, that yeah. makes more sense. But Johnny Cage having a sword, I'm like, this man doesn't need a sword. <laughs> like, it just it just, it just, just kind of just doesn't make any sense. Um, I think the idea was maybe but, they were in a, a arena or an armory, and they just picked what was ever off the rack. Maybe, except Sonya has I a think spinning it blade. I don't know what the fuck that is. 
kind of cool if the weapons had kind of like in Shaolin Monks where there's just sometimes weapons sort of littered around and you can pick them up and use them. If there were just weapons like like yeah. just in the arenas that you could grab and use. That know, would be cool. I guess like, what like I'm describing is Power Stone. Yeah, <laughs> like like the rocks and stuff you can pick up and the skulls and things and throw. Like I think that that would have been a cool way to use this specific weapon system since they're mm. already making like drawing the weapon and everything like input based anyway. Yeah. Not just like a thing you can do. Um that would I think that would have made more sense for this. And then that's why Johnny Cage has a sword. He picked it up off the ground, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Like that and yeah, and maybe I'm just kind of like I guess to an extent just kind of overthinking about it because yeah, it is the first time that they actually implemented this system. So I can give it, I guess, somewhat of a forgiving pass because the first time they're kind of do it. It's just, it, like, in the match, my first thought is not, I need to pull out my weapon, like, immediately. My first thought is, like, okay, he pulled out his weapon. I just need to hit him, like, one time, and he dropped it. And then I'll just rush him down so much that he won't even have a chance to get his new weapon again. And I'm not really getting mine. So it almost feels like weapons are very non-consequential, uh, non-consequential when two people are fighting each other because the game actually has very good moderate speeds. So in theory, you don't need a weapon to win and you don't need a weapon to lose either. It just feels like a like extra icing on a cake, but the icing isn't very good. It's like flavorless icing <laughs> that's just kind of there. Uh, it's that like you when can... you buy the cupcakes at the deli that are pre-made and they have that kind of like crappy icing on them yeah a little bit it just like it like it just feels like it just feels like extra junk food when you already have enough junk food as it is that's pretty good but now you just have this extra thing like it just it it feels tacked on i guess analogy once again yeah dipping a dipping a twinkie in cool whip Uh, which i'm gonna do now because that sounds really good actually actually that's a twinkie and some cool whip but i don't uh it's got (laughs) Um, cream filling inside but yeah, but not on top. That's um, true. I want to just uh, as an addendum to what I was saying about having the weapons around the uh, field. They definitely do that in the 3D era games. Those are I don't know why I didn't make that association oh, right do? away. Like in addition to the weapons that everybody has, there are a couple like in stages. I think in Armageddon that you can also pick up. Okay, I never played yeah. Armageddon, that's why I don't remember. Ah. Interesting. I actually, do, yeah. I actually do look forward to playing the other game, the, the other three D games where they where they get better with the weapons because I like the concept. I think it's I think it's pretty cool because you get, but I more mostly like the idea that you get different move sets. It's not just a reach extension like I originally right. thought. I like that you have different move sets with those weapons. I think that's kind of cool. And Deadly Alliance actually is a precursor to ten and eleven styles because everyone gets three different sets of moves. The third being the weapons, but. We'll go into more detail on that when we talk about Deadly Alliance, which I can't wait for because I quite like Deadly Alliance. But, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't have to uh, acquire it. I got it. As for this, me too. You do? Me too. I got I got, De- I got Deadly too. Alliance and I got Deception. I just need to get Armageddon. Sweet. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. You got like um, the, did you get like that triple pack? No, I, I couldn't get it. Oh, like, no. That one was. The triple pack. Every time on. I looked for it was too expensive the triple pack that i remember had deception armageddon and shaolin monks in it that's a hell of a nice. hell of a 20 dollar. i bought pack. i bought all three separately and it ended up being around the same price okay <laughs> yeah but i couldn't find i couldn't find it every time i found it it was like more expensive than i was willing to pay yeah so and it was just a luck of the drop but i have all three and they're all like 
fully like you know cart you know uh box and manual and all that so cib i'm happy yep exactly cib cart yeah i was i was actually looking earlier today to get armageddon uh i don't know is 30 bucks too much for armageddon not in my opinion. Yeah, Neil, that's yeah. that's not a good oh, question do, to ask Neil. He'll say yes, absolutely. Yeah. Neil, it. yeah. <laughs> I think I think I play, I think I paid that much for a CIB Xbox version. Um, mm-hmm. I think the Wii version, roughly the same, maybe a few dollars cheaper. I don't know. And then my yeah. PS2 copy is the Steelbook, so that one's kind of up there. Steelbook, holy crap! I yeah. didn't know they did that. They did a series of them. I have the one with uh, I think. Uh, I get the. I think the one with Kano and Sonya on the cover. I don't know ah. all of the releases of that. I think there was one with like Melina and Katana, one with Johnny Cage and Goro. Uh, mm. I might be wrong about those because I only have the one. Like you know, I only have this this Kano and Sonya one. So, hmm. but we're not talking about Armageddon unless you. I mean, we can. <laughs> it, I would definitely bring you back on for Armageddon, though. <laughs> actually, yeah, just, actually, you like, may you may have to be on for all three of the three D ones because. You've been such a champion of them, so yeah, you know I'll do it, whether you want me to or not. <laughs> he'll he'll literally come back in and conquer the show. Yeah, I you're will. giving him three victories right there. You seen what are you doing? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Guess that early bit's well, staying in the podcast now. Do you realize what you've done? <laughs> this is our tournament. Oh, that means we, we have to be it. we have to be on three more episodes of uh, MK <laughs> Podcast. Yeah, I guess so. Doing Shit. Split us up again. So the audiobooks that we can read one audiobook. Yeah, I don't know. Can read the uh, novelizations or something. I don't know. <laughs> of conquest. <There's> a... <laughs> oh my we've god! We've actually, That's only, something got, that we've actually only got one book left to do, and it's the uh, Jeff Rovin, the Jeff Rovin Mortal Kombat novel. It's not based on anything. Just a guy who wrote a. Yeah, I remember novel. you talking I wonder about, how... about that at one point. Jeff Rovin, isn't he the guy that wrote the strategy guides? Or am I, thinking I have a different no author? idea. I wouldn't be surprised. Like how to win wonder, Super Nintendo games. I wonder if this novel is going to be very. I wonder if this novel is going to be very fanficky. Um, of course it is, Jay. All these novels are probably fan. They are fan fiction essentially. They're they're paid fan fiction. Josh, you are correct. He did write a bunch of how to play games. For yeah, I think I have one of NES them. Like, Genesis uh, Game Boy. Yeah, and I guess yeah. he just likes games so much that he figured he'd write a fiction Mortal Kombat. That's cool. More power to him. You know, that's a job I wouldn't mind figuring I mean, out how to get him. He's to. written oh, he's written a ton of books. So, like you <laughs> like, know, writing <laughs> those, those novelizations that they they give you the script of a movie ahead of time and you just. Add your own bullshit into it, and yeah. you know, hammer out. Doesn't have to be art; it just has to get people that are excited to see the movie, or they just got done seeing the movie and they want to experience it again, but not for twenty bucks. You know, do they do that again? Do they do that nowadays? They still do, uh, uh, they not did, as much, but yeah. They did novelizations of uh, King of the Monsters and Godzilla vs. Kong. Yes, they did, and the twenty eighteen Halloween movie. Yeah. So believe it or not, there must yeah. still be a market out for. Huh. I've only ever read. Those are all this... on my Audible wish list. There you go. Really? I've only ever read the Star <laughs> Wars there, Episode gonna... One uh, novelization because, you know, I was like eighteen or nineteen when that came out, and I was like all oh, about fucking Star Wars, and I actually liked the movie when I saw it, and I wanted to experience it again, so I, I read the uh, novelization, and yeah, you know, it's a nice experience. 
adds a little bit more story. I, I love it. I love a novelization. I like I have the Mortal Kombat 95 and Annihilation novelizations. There's a bunch of shit in the Annihilation one that wasn't in the movie. Um, yeah, like the the laser a, uh, actually, swords or whatever the shit. Yeah, actually in both of them there's a bunch of shit that wasn't in the movie. Like there's like these weird like there's monster fighters in the 95 novel like a big like I think uh praying mantis looking dude that Art Lean talks about fighting. And just like some wild shit like that, and then just like a whole bunch of other Earthrealm warriors who were summoned, like uh, mm. just like a guy named Pete and a guy named Jesse, and then Pete a guy Jesse. who's just dressed in a full tuxedo. Like you guys did reviews of this on your podcast, right? We, we did, yeah. There, I those, yeah, that episode, I recommend actually. checking those out for yourself. Is that where those our Crimmins are, are, comes from? Sure, yeah. Crimmins, Shamaboa, and Kano are the big criminal, like the the three criminal masterminds who got together to kill Sonya's partner. I'll be honest, dude. I re- I bought the book when I saw it at a used bookstore uh, like years ago now, like maybe five, six years ago. Hell, it might have been eight years ago at this point. I started to read it. I got to admit, I wasn't having a good time. It, they're <laughs> but, wild. Like, I mean, I'm kind of a snob, I guess, force yourself. Yeah, I should choke it down. Force yourself to read them for the show. That's yeah, what I did. I guess we'll have to, yeah. <laughs> if we want to cover, I mean, you guys kind of got it covered, but you know, maybe maybe we'll want to go down that road too. <laughs> sure, yeah. Just let me know. I've got uh, EPUB versions of all of them. I think. Cool. Yeah, Ooh. I'd grab yeah. the. I don't tell anyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can edit that out if you want. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I mean. I- you can, you I gotta, can get them for yourself with a Google search. I'll just I'll just give them to you. I, I know how to uh, go yeah. onto the gen and, and get any book I want. It's the, my secret weapon. But uh, no, I got the physical, nice. at least of the 95 <laughs> novelization. But I will admit, my eyes are getting bad lately. It's easier to read in a Kindle. You blow up the text, turn on a light, you know? Yeah. 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 I'm not sure there's any large print versions of Mortal Kombat 95. God, yeah. If I'm going to have to start there. going to the, to the large print. The young adult and elderly senior citizen aisle in the library, and get those books for like Josh. fifty pounds. Yeah, Josh. I, now, right. Josh, now you don't have to do it. Just buy a magnifying glass. Just use that. I have there a magnifying go. glass, Jay. <laughs> I literally Spite have a magnifying glass. glass. Get a I get a better it. one. <laughs> I'm not going to play a game. Bear, tangents tangents abound. <laughs> I bought. I had my first 3ds was the original model, the tiny one. <laughs> Worked perfectly fine yeah. until I bought uh, I bought Hyrule Warriors. Fucking hated it, by the way. I don't like the Warriors games. Uh, that might be a hot take. Uh, also bought uh, hey. this really good game called Corpse Party. Have you heard of that? Oh, yeah. I've, I've, heard, I've, I've heard, heard of that. It's very it's a very disturbing Japanese horror game with cutesy uh, art style. Me. Yeah, it's 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 kind of engaging. I don't typically like Japanese horror, but it, it drew me in. I haven't finished it, but. Those two were influential in me getting an XL because uh, they both have text, and I think Hyrule Warriors especially, I think, was designed with the XL in mind. I don't know about Corpse Party, but Corpse Party is almost like 50% a visual novel, and the text is so fucking small. I'm not kidding you. I did get out my magnifier glass, and I was holding it up to the 3DS and playing it during the dialogue sections. (laughs) And that's like, I, I can't keep living like this. So I got an XL. <laughs> anyway. 
Thank God. Um, I don't even remember. So back what, to Mortal Kombat yeah. Four. Uh, <laughs> so, so the weapons. We, we, we touched on the on the. So we, I mean, if we want to move on from like gameplay, I mean, I was gonna transition to like the endings that we were touching on before. I'm kind of hot to hear about uh, some of these extra characters that were added in gold. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Should probably do that first. So. Before I jump into that, I just want to say that I played every single other Mortal Kombat like main series game, like numbered entry, before mm-hmm. I played Mortal Kombat 4. Like, I played Mortal Kombat 11, oh, so. oh. I think, before I played Really? Oh, so you well, didn't play it back I, in the That day. could be wrong. What year did, did 11 come out? That's been up for like two years. 2019, I think. 2019. Like yeah, like three years. I yeah. think that that's okay. I played everything up to ten before I really played Mortal Kombat Four. And I don't know, okay. like there may have been, I may have thrown a couple quarters in a machine at the movie theater or something because Mortal Kombat Four was around a lot in the arcades. Yeah. Like that was the only Mortal Kombat arcade machine I really remember seeing, but I don't ever remember playing it. I might have played a few matches with friends or something, a friend who had it, but no strong memories of it. Um, so like I was looking through my collection, Mortal Kombat collection, and I was like, you know, I'm just, I'm missing four and I'm missing gold specifically. I'm a Dreamcast collector. I was like, I need to just bite the bullet and get it because I was under the impression that everybody fucking hated it. Like, right. It came out the same time mythology Sub-Zero came out. I had played that at a friend's house and it was not a fun experience. Mm -hmm. I played the 64 version. And then I was like, yep. oh, Mortal Kombat's bad now. And I think I was just done with it. And I think all of my mm-hmm. friends were too. So it just wasn't really around until the 3D era. People started dipping back in, you know, Xbox generation with Deadly Alliance. And I got sucked back mm-hmm. in. So I got Mortal Kombat Gold. I also got the PlayStation version of 4. And I picked up the, the GOG version at some point just because it was like, three dollars or something you know it was super cheap yeah, yeah just to have it so my first but my first real experience was playing the gold version so when i played the playstation version i was like where the fuck is everybody right yeah so these are the characters that they added for mortal Kombat gold they added cyrax kung lao mm-hmm. katana and melina and baraka and Sector as a secret character. That's so, like a whole different game. <laughs> yeah, six classic characters. Katana and Melina, arguably Edenia, uh, central to the plot of Mortal Kombat Four. Yeah, like if you've read the the prequel comic, like have you? Sindel is queen of Edenia again, and Katana is princess. And they in the it was funny is in the comic they banish reptile to the cobalt mines it's the only sort of quote unquote canon yes. reference to the cobalt mines nice from uh, from conquest but that's but i think they changed it for the game like they they banished him to outworld or something or not oh, outworld well. they banished him to nether realm to nether realm or something in in the game i don't remember oh man i can't read so yeah so we get should have read that before we did the game i guess but uh you should read that first yeah, yeah well we're, I mean, we're going to cover it but in you know. it. Wow. Yeah, there's not a ton in it, but yeah, it you know, it's part of the story, I guess. 
Yeah, so they add, so six uh, like classic characters added to the roster, and then I think Noob Saibot's just selectable. He might be just selectable on the PlayStation 64 version also. I'm not sure. Oh. Um, yeah, so, yeah, a completely different game. So would, when would I call played the uh, regular game? version, um, I, mean, I mean, from a from a roster standpoint, yeah. gameplay-wise, I mean, it's exactly the same. So it's, once again, it's a well, UMK3, I guess. It's uh, Just having Cyrax and Sector and Katana Molina in there is pretty cool. Yeah. And Baraka. That's yeah, a major, major difference. Even though he has weapons. <laughs> he gets a weapon, does he not? <laughs> I don't know for sure. I think he might. More dr- spikes. He might draw his spikes as his weapon, but don't don't quote me on that. I had read. I haven't looked. I haven't seen it with my, my own eyes, but I uh, have read that he pulls out an axe. Okay. Uh, Even though he has, true. he has I, spikes. Like, I'll be honest, I never fuck with the weapons at all in the game. Uh, yeah. I just don't. I mean, like, they're there, but they don't need to be. I'm kind of in agreement like with that. Said, I think yeah. it, it can add a... I feel, like it'll, it, I feel like that's a better thing for two-player, right? When you can really get into the chasing down mm-hmm. the knocks away weapon and weapons everything. Stuff. Yeah. But... Yeah, Compu- his outfit looks cool though. Computer doesn't give a fuck. I need to look it up. I forgot. Um, yeah, it's true. So they added those characters. They also added full endings for all of those characters. So like you I've get seen, brand new uh, like Cyrax's ending content like, and everything. Holy shit! Yeah, technically, like Cyrax and Sector, sort of their endings are the same. Alternate versions of the same event, and same with Katana and Molina. And same with the in the base MK4 Sonya's and Jarek's. And Jax's are, are kind of right. all tie in together. Yeah, so uh, I can actually tell you about those endings if you want. Sure, I know what it is, but Jay and Yasin don't, and it's a pretty epic. Yeah, at least yeah. The, the the one I know of. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Go, yeah, go ahead. I haven't heard this actually, so I think it's kind of cool to hear it. So, so Kung Lao's ending is, uh, uh, Josh. I think you described it earlier. It's. Um, starts with Kitana meeting with Goro like in the Adenian palace to like she's trying to get him to sign a peace treaty between the Shokan and the Centaurs of course uh and he like agrees to it and like he she's he's like I I will sign your treaty like I guess he's literally gonna I don't know get out of like a like a bick and sign it or something <laughs> the the idea that they're signing papers in Mortal Kombat in Adenia is very weird to me, but I, I don't want to get hung up on that. And like as as soon as he agrees, uh Kung Lao's hat like flies down and slices Goro across the chest. Returns to Kung Lao. He's been up in the rafters watching this whole thing. And Katana's like, What the fuck, Kung Lao? Like, I'm making peace here and this is when you choose to attack and Goro's like you got beef, bro, right? Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and Kung Lao's like I he's like I just am taking my revenge on you for killing my ancestor the great Kung Lao. I don't want to fight you anymore. And Goro was like, you know, your uh, ancestor was a great warrior and had he killed me, it might be my son standing here today trying to kill you. So like I get it, dude. And then they sh- they literally shake hands. It's Goro's bottom arm, not his top arm. <laughs> he shakes with with Great Kung detail. Lao. That's actually pretty cool. Actually, I like that. That is 
So awesome. it's a it's a good ending. Like I was like, damn, that's impressive. This is a lot better than a lot of the other ones from Mortal Kombat Four that I've seen. You know, going this, somewhere, like, Jarek. Yeah, and <laughs> and like as far as I know, this ending is considered canon. It has no bearing on who won, quote unquote, won the game, right? Right. I think it's just an event that is canon to Mortal Kombat. Um, Katana and Melina's ending is uh, Katana's in the throne room and Melina comes in and she's like sister I want I want your role I want to be the princess of Edenia I want to rule alongside you and Katana just goes into like full fuck you mode like you could never you're you're made of pure evil you're an experiment created by Shang Tsung you don't deserve to be a princess of this realm like being real fucking mean about it like to the point where like Melina falls to her knees and is like heartbroken you kind of feel for the character which Mm. is not something I've ever particularly like felt strongly yeah like I never really felt bad for Melina like a lot of people do I'm like yeah but she like eats people you know (laughs) Um, so, uh, this pisses Melina off and she's like, she uppercuts Katana who lands in the throne and then she starts walking towards her and she's like, I'm going to kill you and I'm going to take the throne by force. This, I'm going to take this realm by force. Now this is where it diverges from there in Katana's ending. She presses a button on the throne and the biggest trap door in the world. Like it's like a huge dragon medallion logo on the floor just (laughs) opens and Melina falls Melina falls to her death Uh, yeah if it's Melina's (laughs) ending she side blasts Kitana knocking her out of the throne and out of the window behind the throne and she falls to her death whoa yeah Uh, Cyrax and Sector also share a similar yeah Ending where uh, Cyrax is in the special force, like some kind of special forces facility. Sonya and Jax are there. And uh, he's like strapped to like a Frankenstein table, you know, like an experiment Mm -hmm. table. Right. Like, you know, and they're like, Cyrax, are you are you sure you want to do this? And he's like, yes. Like uh, I defeated Shinnok. I realized that uh, I need to like regain my humanity you know oh so they're like okay Okay. we'll give it a shot they power on all this equipment starting things on and off in you know turn the power on now uh shut it off now etc and he gets like blasted with like green tech waves or something Uh uh-huh they shut the machine off and cyrax you see his human face he's still got the robot body but you see his human face and like the experiment worked he's like i I am myself again. I am human, right? Like, I guess technically, like he's still definitely got robot parts, but he's got his sentience and everything and his voice and everything back in his face. Uh, And that's Cyrax's ending. It is pretty cool. Um, And that is his alternate costume in the game also is like half human Cyrax. Wait, he's in the Netherrealm games. He's black, right? Yes, he's black in this also. This really? is, yeah, yeah. That, that was yeah, a reference this is where, to this. This is the first time you see him. So, interesting detail. They uh, swapped. So, in Defenders of the Realm, 
Sector was black and Cyrax was Caucasian or, or Asian. Can't really right, tell on that yeah. show. Everyone's just a blob. <laughs> Not canon. Right? Uh, it's the reverse of game canon in Defenders of the Realm. Um, Sector's Also, oddly, uh, their the same... real human names are Sector and Cyrax. Oh, that always bugs me. Sorry. I mean, no yeah, right. it's odd. Because they're those are clearly cyborg names. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sector's ending is he walks in the room before the experiment, before the procedure or whatever is completed and just starts blasting missiles out of his chest. And you hear Jackson, Sonia like screaming and dying. And then he leaves. Oh and God. Just kind of like zoom out from sectors or from Cyrax's human face, like his head severed from his body and laying in a pool of blood. Oh God, that's that's graphic. And he, he yeah. doesn't say a fucking word, right? He just nope, comes doesn't in, doesn't say a single thing, just does his business, gets the hell out. I yeah. mean, okay, that's kind of badass in my opinion. Just like, all right, uh, all right, Sector, just walk in like a G, walk out like a G. Okay, pretty pretty intense. Um, Baraka's ending. Oh, this one might. That. T- might be a an alternate version of one in the games in Mortal Kombat 4 but I'm not sure is um Quan Chi sitting on the throne in the Adenian Palace and he's claiming victory he's like I've killed all of Shinnok's followers etc right like this the realm is mine and Baraka walks in and he's pissed right and Shinnok's or uh, Quan Chi's like why are what, like what's wrong we won and he's like yeah but everybody's gone <laughs> like Baraka's talking uh, what's the point of ruling an empty realm? Everyone in this realm is dead. And Quan Chi's like, uh, I'm not, I didn't take over this realm to rule people. I came over this, I took over this realm to gain power. And Baraka's like, that's fucking stupid. And he goes to attack Quan Chi, leaps at him in the throne room and stabs, in the throne and stabs him. Right. Mm. But then real Quan Chi shows up behind him. And he's like totally got baited and pranked, right? What? So Baraka looks back at the throne and it's just like this skeleton in a Quan Chi outfit, like rotting away. <laughs> and he turns around to try to attack real Quan Chi, who then just freezes him in midair and blows him up. Wow. That's Baraka's ending. I think that is brand new. I don't yeah. think that's recycled. It's similar to Reptile's okay. ending where Those he are- asked he asks for, you know, a favor and they're like, fuck you. And they kill him. But it's, it's a little different. That's yeah. man. So those are the, those are the new endings for mortal Kombat gold. Wow. Though poor Baraka. Yeah. Poor Baraka. Yeah, man. He's right. Who wants, to, who wants to rule? There's nobody, <laughs> nobody around like to, I, to rule. <laughs> I love the implication. Of, like, no, Quan Chi won. Everybody in the realm is dead. Yeah, it's just Quan Chi and Baraka. I think even Baraka says something like, so what, I'm just supposed to hang out in this empty realm with a crazy old man or something like that? Like, he's really calling him out and shit. <laughs> I feel it's... like the more media I consume that has Baraka in it, the more I like him. He's yeah, I'm coming around like his... Baraka, too. Yeah, he's, he's not he's just very comic as well. Yeah, he is, you know. Like I said, a he's nomad. not a bad guy. He's just... A, a, mu- a mutant? Yeah situationally he yeah. was a bad guy but he's got his own you know he's not the bad guy he just eats and people <laughs> and, like and all three of us kind yeah. of agreed that like his one comic his one shot comic that he had was 
honestly like actually rather good, even though it has kind of a cliche wait, wait, thing going. It was Charles Marshall's wait, wait, the third's did, best. Did, wait, wait, did, did did Neil have you have you read that one yet? I have not. I so that's the first Mortal Kombat comic I ever got. It was uh, I don't know how many years ago. I found it in a dollar bin. Like it was, mm-hmm. you know, you can't find those in a dollar bin anymore. That's for sure. Yeah. I read it a long yeah. time ago. I haven't read it since then. We haven't done it on the show yet, so no spoilers. Okay. okay. Yeah, no we're not going to spoil. I, like, like I'm it's just going to go ahead and say, it's, it, like, it's it's actually pretty good. Yeah. I've heard it. I've heard it's good, um, and I remember liking it when I first read it, but I don't remember the details. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we won't spoil so, anything. I got one more gripe. I got one gripe about Mortal Kombat Gold. Okay. Uh-huh. Um. So you all know the PlayStation controller, right? Yeah. yeah. Four yeah. top buttons, four top buttons, four uh bumpers. Face buttons. Yeah. Four top oh, buttons. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, four top buttons, four face buttons. There we go. Um oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so your L L one, L one, L two, R one, R two, right. And that's your block run and your sidestep left and right, right? In whatever corresponding order those go to. Yeah. Dreamcast controller has four face buttons and two triggers which means if you want to sidestep you one triggers block one triggers run sidestepping is double tapping those triggers oh geez which which i had no idea you could even do in the game until i played the the playstation version so all my experience playing mortal kombat gold up until i got the playstation version um maybe a year later was just not even knowing that sidestepping was an option and it didn't really affect the gameplay for me at all at the time like i really felt that it was just like oh this is just classic mortal kombat in 3d it's, we're still playing in a 2d field i had no idea that that was there once i knew it was there i was like okay shit i can i can dodge in this i can sidestep uh really really clunky to pull off like slower than it is on the other versions because again, you got to double tap to get it to go, so that' gonna mess your yeah. timing up and everything. Just a just a small gripe, but I think that the game looks better on the Dreamcast. Obviously, higher resolution looks a lot more like the arcade version. Uh, the additional characters really add a lot to it, but uh, easier to play on the PlayStation. Hmm. Is it just me, or is yeah. the Dreamcast version? Like obviously it's more detailed. They got the uh, the full rendered endings and stuff. But does it look a little yeah. less sharp than like the? I guess it would be the play. No, I've seen a comparison with the N sixty four because the N sixty four looks very bright. Like uh, as I think you said earlier, or you seen said, also very kind of blocky. But the Dreamcast, from what I saw, to my eye, looked comparatively like a little dimmer, maybe like a little smudgier. Or is that just a bad yeah. picture? I think it's a bad picture. It looked pretty sharp. I mean, I was I was messing around with both versions before we started recording, just because mm-hmm. I I mean I have them both sitting in front of me, right? Like I'm I'm holding them in my hand. Nice. Here, hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm making the cases kiss each other. Oh. <laughs> yep, I could definitely tell that they're both Mortal Kombat four and yep. old. I definitely. can tell. I can they tell. Said, by they said the, yeah, they sound they sound uh, they sound like it. I'm sure they each have weapons that they were using to interconnect you know, <laughs> with themselves, and then they just yeah. have like a kiss and all that fun stuff. So good fight, for fight, them. Fight, I'm proud kiss, of them. Kiss, the, kiss. I, the PlayStation the PlayStation copies weapon is um, 
is the uh, the time crisis light gun and the, <laughs> and the okay. Mortal Kombat Gold, the Dreamcast version's weapon is the Sega Bass Fishing fishing controller. Dude, <laughs> dude if it's the Sega Bass Fishing controller, then like that one, that one's one, dude. I'm sorry, that's Absolutely. a pow- that's a powerful power. It's it's gonna it's gonna be <laughs> the lasso, time crisis gun like ten times out of ten. You lasso up the it's gun and reel it in. Man, it yeah, makes exactly. me want to exactly. want a Dreamcast. Man, I remember when that came out. I was the hot shit. Oh, the Dreamcast I, is still I the still hot never, shit. I've I'd never still played think one. The Dreamcast. Is I, the I hot played one at like uh, Electronics Boutique. I played Resident Evil Code Veronica a little bit on it. I was like in Crazy Taxi, and I'm like, this is a cool system. I think I was this close to maybe. Josh, what is an Electronic Boutique? Yeah, I knew that would come up. It was it, it, think of like your GameStop, <laughs> and it was only in shopping malls back in the nineties, and it was not as fucked up as GameStop came to be. I, mean, I remember it being a. Pretty what I mean, it's literally GameStop. GameStop bought it. Is that what, what it was? It? Oh, okay. What's the... Electronics boutique. EB Games. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So EB yeah, Games. so there was, so there was like like Babbage's Funko Land, um, yeah. Software, etc. A bunch of these. They all combined into GameStop. Is that and where GameStop came games from? Okay. Eventually, and then eventually e, uh, GameStop also acquired EB Games. But for a few years there, they yeah. were competitors. And like, yeah. my mall had both. Interesting. Uh, GameStop on the second floor and EB Games on the bottom floor. So you could walk back and forth and compare prices and inventory and stuff. Huh. Yeah, man. Mm. But EB, yeah, my- EB Games did something shitty that I never got over. Like, I found a used copy of um, Ikaruga for the GameCube. Uh-huh. The treasure uh, shmup, super rare game. It's in extremely high priced now. I had played a pirated Dreamcast version. Love the game. Found the GameCube version used, complete in box. Bought it. They stuck a sticker on the manual that is still there. That it, it's the bad glue that will tear it if I take oh, it off. No. So I've just got this ugly, yeah. blank yellow sticker on the manual forever because of EB Games. So when Bastards? they got bought, I was Even like, you- "Fuck you." oh man yeah that that was the thing like i have a bunch of those like where there's just like half torn stickers all over the place yeah and this yeah, is on the paper manual so, yeah it's like, like if it's, it's on the cartridge it's one thing you can like gooby gone it off but yeah on the fucking manual that's man that person the manual, that's fired. Weird. <laughs> yeah otherwise it's a beautiful copy of that game oh. well, that's why they i do miss EB games though I would say I missed it because that was the one that was in my area the most. Yeah. Like I didn't really have much of the other ones that you mentioned, like Babbage's or what was the other one? GameStop. Funko what? Funko Land. Yeah, I didn't have that either. So mine was mostly just EB Games. Yeah, and that was we had a, we had a shopping yeah. mall we went to that was a good forty minutes away. That was the nearest thing of at any bookstore, movie store, anything. Back in yeah. the day. Back in my day. Back, Back in, in my day. day. Back in my day, we um, had to play Mortal Kombat on two dimensions. We didn't have a run button either. <laughs> oh, one other little piece of trivia about Mortal Kombat Gold. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It was a launch game for the Dreamcast. Uh, Midway had a bunch launch games for the Dreamcast. Um, the original disc color was gold, I believe. I but it know. shipped with a flaw. And that flaw was you couldn't save data. What? Like, it wouldn't save your records or anything like that. It just wouldn't access the memory card. You couldn't save data. 
So Midway actually shipped out an updated version of the game, just fixed that one thing with um mm-hmm. this is before, so you could save your data. Uh, patches and stuff like that that you could just download. Yes. Uh-huh. The uh disc was changed to red, the label on the disc is red, which is the version that I have. And the way that you can tell the difference in a box is they slapped like a star like a starburst label on the front, a green, like neon green looks like a sticker but it's printed on the manual that says hot new and that's the updated <laughs> really? version of mortal kombat gold they also did versions of that for like ready to rumble and hydro thunder i think it's on a bunch of midway games i'm just on the front of the like printed onto the manual yeah yeah hot. so wow. if you're looking for mortal kombat gold you got to look for the hot new version gotcha good good to... <laughs> the hot new 20 plus old yeah. oh boy exactly <laughs> There's no nude mod in it or anything. Man, I feel like a false advertisement. This is not hot, but it is nude. (laughs) (laughs) Except not, because it's a fucking old game. um, uh, Let's see. Is there anything else that we wanted to cover as far as uh, MK4? I dug up one little thing. Oh, who should go first? Oh. um, Mine's very uh, tiny, so you go ahead. Yeah, mine's fairly tiny, too. I was just going to say that, like, this I like this game I kind of feel um now that I've kind of like reassessed it after playing it with Josh after like so long ago I do it actually does make me look forward to the other 3D Mortal Kombat games of basically the PlayStation slash PS2 era um at least for me because I always kind of like wrote those off as just not good like automatically without like kind of just being judgmental about them because I had moved on into other like in like into more Japanese fighters at the time but after playing four and kind of seeing like what works and a lot more works for it than what I think doesn't work and even then what doesn't work I feel like is mostly just dated concepts that at the time were popular but just kind of like evolved into their own thing later on. I actually do think that the legacy of Mortal Kombat 4 being the first 3D Mortal Kombat uh, game, I feel like overall is actually pretty dang good because it kind of showed that Mortal Kombat could still remain a solid gaming franchise even when it transitioned into the 3D era, which some games can some games have not done that gracefully. I'm looking at you, Sonic. Um, you know, to where like they they transfer into 3D era and then they find their comfort zone in there. I would even argue that I think Street Fighter only recently has has done that comfortably because I was not the biggest fan of Street Fighter 4's 3D makeup um, just because I thought the character models actually looked bad because it was mostly always a 2D game. But I feel like Mortal Kombat kind of, like, from its almost its first try, went into 3D, knew what it wanted to do, and kind of stuck to it and then evolved itself in such a way that, you know, that... I just don't see Mortal Kombat ever going back to 2D, and I don't really feel like it's that much of a loss outside of nostalgic reasons for it. I feel like 3D works for right. Mortal Kombat at this point, and I feel like we and I feel like Mortal Kombat 4 deserves all the praise for sort of laying the groundwork for what 3D Mortal Kombat could be, and yes. how that and how it's kind of like evolved from there ever since. So you know, I think ultimately I misjud- I misjudged it in the past, and at some point, Josh, you know, whenever I get to hang out with you again, I would love to play it again, even after this episode, because I did have legit a lot of fun playing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm mind dusting it off. It's a fun game. Like, I, I've had fun messing around with it. I haven't spent a ton of time with it, but yeah, it's, uh, like, when I first popped it in and started playing it, I was like, wait, 
I thought this was supposed to be a bad game. Like, this right. is pretty fun. Yeah. That was yeah. my first impression. And I, yeah. now I find out it actually was not all that bad of a game. In fact, I actually I think it's pretty good for its time. Yeah. I need to go like, back. You can say the... what you want. Go ahead. You can say what you want about the uh, spinoffs, right? Mythologies, mm-hmm. special forces, whatever. But I think that right. in terms of main line, like main series fighting games, 11 fighting games, right? They they're all pretty solid. Like, yeah, you know, like they they don't they don't fail. They don't screw up on those, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely put all their effort into them. Yeah, like I wish that I had played four earlier. I wish that I had gotten friends to play it with me. I think we would have had a ton of fun back in the day, the same way we did with like Deadly Alliance and Mortal Kombat Two and anything else we had in rotation. You know. Yeah, I actually wish I would have true, given man. I wish I would have given like Mortal Kombat Four more of a chance because even though I played it two times in that theater, that arcade machine was in that theater for a good little while, so I could have easily played it at any point in time. But after two times, I just auto wrote it off without really giving it much of a chance, and I do have a little bit of regret in that because I will always advocate for playing games like you know like that in arcades if you have the access to it, and so I think I kind of missed an opportunity at the time. Oh. I do wish that I had the NCD4 version. Um, even though I love the PC version, and I, even though I played it in a weird way, but I just wish I had the piece, the uh, the NCD4 version so that I could play it with friends. Yeah. Like, have friends come over, and it's easier to play on the NCD4 than all of us crowding around a computer. All right, I'm going to load my Dreamcast into the car. I'm going to start, I'll be there in like nine hours, I think it's going to take me to get up there. Yeah, that's not bad. Maybe you should wait till the morning, though, dude. And we'll... Yeah. No, if I, I'll get there in the morning if I start now. Right? Oh, yeah. Good, good idea. Now we can play all day. You seen? <laughs> yeah, it gives us time to... Come at gold. Gives us time to sleep, and then Neil can just oh, power through. We all we all convene at Josh's place, and we have the we have two people play the Entity 4 version, two people play the Dreamcast, <laughs> and we switch off. Well, so I'll bring fun. four controllers. I think we can do a four-player, like... Taking turns team oh, battle. 2v2. Oh yeah, they got the tag team tag battle. Thing, Not, yeah. I, I think yeah, we can do a full like two on two on on Mortal Kombat Gold. Dude. Yeah. Dude. All right, I'll see you guys in like nine hours. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take a nap right now. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna cost me uh, four hundred dollars in gas, but it's worth it. Worth it. It would be four hundred dollars. <laughs> Holy crap, dude. Yeah. Um. I was just gonna yeah, say. Yeah, I think I'm. I. I oh, go ahead. Oh, do we want to? Sorry, do we want to touch on mm-hmm. any of the endings the, from base game Mortal Kombat 4? Right, yeah, let's do that. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like you told all the gold ones. I mentioned the part of Scorpion's ending, and we briefly mentioned, but didn't say the whole of what happens in uh, Jarek's or Jax's or Sonya's ending. But yeah, if we want to... Yeah. I don't know if we want to go let's through them all just, or just say the funny ones. What the, what the fuck am I saying? I just know. I, I, I just I I just know that the one I saw was Sonya's um, and Jarek's, and that one is comedy gold <laughs> and remains comedy gold to this very very day. And I will die on that hill. That thing is hilarious. The black dragon died with Kano. Never, Sonya. <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I kind of talk about the 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 best line the the best piece of dramatic whatever in all of the franchise that ending yeah yeah that I think the the Mortal Kombat four endings kind of have that same sort of mythologies cutscenes vibe where it's like you just got to see them 
Yeah. Like, even if you yeah. don't play through the game, you, like just get on YouTube and watch them. They're all a yeah. joy, you know. I, th- I think I kind of like, miss having the the two page splash that just tells you text because then it kind of tells it in long form what happens. Like you know, Liu Kang went on to go to college and had a successful yeah. career until Shao Kahn did a hit on him <laughs> one day and he died. He died a Mortal Kombat champion and he died a hero or some shit like that. Where this is just one one oh. contained scene, but still is first sure. Mortal Kombat and they are. Some awesome, awesome endings, yes. So you might like the Game Boy version of Mortal Kombat 4 then because Uh. of the way endings work in that game (laughs) is, of course, actually, you're going to have a tough time reading them. The text is pretty small. But (laughs) it is just lines of text describing the endings that you see in the console version. So it'll be like... like, when with Sub Zero defeated, Scorpion prepares to kill him. When Quan Chi reveals that he is the actual, you know, cause of Scorpion's death, Scorpion grabs him and takes him into the Nether World, uh, leaving his foe Sub Zero alive to face another time. Like that's literally like the text. It's, it's text descriptions of the endings. Wow. Yeah. Because how that's the hell hilarious. are you gonna do that on Game yeah, Boy otherwise? Just, just red text on a black background. Ew, bad combination. Line, oh, that's that's amazing. Amazing. Yeah, line by line. So, and I have to ask, they probably don't. In Jax's ending, they don't say, no, Jarek, this is not a brutality. This is a fatality. <laughs> I'm assuming they don't say that. I don't think there's a single line of dialogue. It's just somebody telling you what happens, kind of like I did with the Mortal Kombat Gold endings, I, with no editorializing. Yeah. I gave them the Game Boy, the Game Boy treatment. I see. I enjoy your treatment a little more than probably yeah. what appears on these Game Boy screens. <laughs> interesting. That's yeah, interesting. Bad, to know. Do you have the Game Boy version? I do. It's not honestly. It's not worth talking about. Like. Cool. We should it's know ugly. Game Boy Color, right? So at least there's there's, there's color, right? Some color. Yeah, but it's but you can play it on the regular Game Boy, I believe, because it's one of the black cartridges. Oh, I didn't know the that regular was Game thing. Boy. Yeah, oh, okay. um, it's not the custom the custom color only cartridges, but I don't I don't uh, know for sure because I don't I don't have a regular Game Boy. I only have game things that'll play it in the color version. Right, right, um, right. Feels like bad. this should have been. The sprites on a... are all ugly. Yeah, seen a screenshot. The fatalities are if you perform a fatality, it cuts to like a like a video of the fatality being performed, but in super low detail, the character that you're fatalitying isn't necessarily the character you were fighting cuz there's just the one version of it for each character, like it's <laughs> weird. It's I'm a garbage it's a garbage like game. I got to look that up. Yeah. yeah, so it's not like the the sprites on the thing, it's like a, a scene, like a rendered scene kind of yeah. Weird. Okay. Yeah, it's got like motion video. Like it, it's it's an impressive little trick they pulled off for the Game for, Boy Color. For an eight bit thing. Yeah, this is you, Game Boy Color, not a Game Boy Advance, which probably would have been right. a better system for this, but I don't think it was out yet, right? No, I don't think so. Wasn't no, there it a Game definitely, Boy definitely wasn't. MK4? There's Game Later Boy Advance, Mortal Kombat Advance, which is a terrible well, game. Hold on, what the and, fuck is that noise? What? Fucking creepy. I don't, I don't know. I just heard a sound that sounded like somebody banging on the drainage pipe. I'm scared. Okay. What the fuck ever. Probably ghost. No, I'm sure that was just Baraka. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh uh, yeah, I, I'm okay. I think I think I'm all right. <laughs> I wasn't worried. Huh? Okay. <laughs> I was I'm in the fucking woods. Um, oh, you're in. Oh, right. Okay. Game Boy Advance yeah. has Mortal Kombat Advance, which is like a really shitty Mortal Kombat trilogy wannabe that doesn't yeah. play well at all. And then it has Deadly Alliance and Tournament Edition, which are the two halves of the Deadly Alliance roster split into two different games. That's actually a very good version. Uh, I'm uh, thinking like of that. Yeah, of okay. Of, of Mortal Kombat. Anyway, we're not here to talk about those. Yeah. No. One day, maybe. Yeah. What, one thing I want to mention, too, as far as endings, uh, is the thing I was going to bring up. Uh, this is the prologues, the bio screens. So oh, yeah. do you know about the joke screens they did, Neil? I don't know. Oh, okay. Because I, I, I know Jay, Jay and you seem probably, because I'm usually the one that knows like all this this ex- superfluous shit. I figured you might know. So in the revision one of the arcade game, uh, it didn't uh-huh. have character bio screens. Uh, they're okay. actually they are on there though. They could be unlocked uh, with a you know set of cheats, and they're actually filler because they hadn't come up with the bios yet. So they're all filler and they're all jokes. Nice. So, like, stuff like Scorpion, which, you know, the BIOS screens just have a picture of the game model in front of a portal, and, you know, like you like you do. So, Scorpion uh-huh. says, Scorpion grew up on a family uh, on a farm, I'm sorry, and... <laughs> oh, my God, I found the joke BIOS. Holy crap. Oh, you found... Yeah, so Scorpion says, Scorpion grew up on a farm in Wickamaw, Pennsylvania. When his best friend punched him in the neck... He vowed to find him and show him that that was not satisfactory behavior. That sounds like a P- that sounds like a PSA infomercial. <laughs> Sonia's is, Sonia was never the first one picked at school when teams were being chosen for a game, and now she'll show them all. Damn it! <laughs> the damn it's in bigger text. Dude, so I got Sub Zero. Sub Zero made a pretty good buck as a magician during the late seventies. He lost it all when the market crashed in 87 and turned to the dark side. <laughs> okay, now I have to know, you know Johnny's. What? what does Johnny say? I might have seen oh, some of these. This is, a little bit, this is a little bit familiar, but please go on. Oh, yeah, I couldn't find Johnny's. Yeah, I don't Did see I Johnny's. Oh, boo, they didn't do him. Okay, okay. But sub series is pretty oh, magical. I kind of love that. <laughs> I know Johnny has one of the best endings ever. What was his ending again? This is, this is a good one to, to rib at Jay, too, since he's a Johnny fan. He, you know, because Johnny's story too is he's resurrected and he, he he's come back after the defeat of Shao Kahn as Souls Free. So that's how they explain him coming back. But his ending is he comes up in front of a podium and says, "Hey, I'm back." You know, like glad to see all my fans. He's like, "But yes. enough of the mushy stuff. When am I gonna get some real competition?" And then cricket chirps, and then all of a sudden people start throwing tomatoes and bottles at him. <laughs> and he's like, "All right, now I'm mad." And the best line in it, he's like, "I saw that, Arnold." <laughs> and, uh, and then it, the barrage just doesn't stop. The camera just fades to black as just continue shit gets thrown at him, and you hear people booing and say, "You suck." It's that awesome. sounds familiar. That's that. That actually sounds really? pretty Johnny. I'm like, I, like I accept this ending because he, you know, the fact that he kills Shinnok much later with God, like with God killing powers. I think it's kind of like his ultimate revenge against that crap. So I, th- I, yeah. I, I, so I accept this. <laughs> what is this? Is I can't believe these are real. 
<laughs> they were real. I mean, they weren't meant to be seen. Noob Saibot. As a boy, Noob was... This is weird English. <laughs> As a boy, Noob was a lot of pointing and laughing at everyone else in his family since he had superpowers and they didn't. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what does it mean? Yeah, I think they didn't finish editing that one. That's why there's a extra space return there. And yeah, they missed a lot. Yeah. This is hilarious. Okay. All right. So, is there anything else we want to say about Mortal Kombat 4? I think we've exhausted it. Yeah, I think I, I know I've exhausted. I said, like I said, my piece, but I haven't played this game nearly as much as you guys have. But I enjoyed what I played. I do. I would. I would it's like a to, fun game. It's a good game. Yeah, I it would is. like to play it again. Yeah. I would definitely like to play it again at some point. Me too. I could play it again right now if I wanted to. Me too, but not on yeah. this freaking joystick. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Whatever. Yeah. Um. Before we uh, leave, uh. Neil, you want to plug anything like, you know, podcasts, all that stuff? Oh, yeah. Well, I've got the one show called MK PodQuest with uh, Mm -hmm. our friend Corey. That is a show where we cover Mortal Kombat movies, TV shows, books, comics, pretty much anything that's not a video game. That's Mortal Kombat. It's an amazing show. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, we're... Not touching game content or anything that's quote unquote canon at all, right? Just focused mm. on the weird spinoffs. Um, and I got another show too that I just started with uh, my buddy Kenny. Oh, yeah. That is called Crew Expendable. It is a show where Kenny and I are just diving into as much alien franchise content as we can get our hands on, right? So, like the alien film franchise. Uh, mm. you know, Prometheus through Alien Resurrection, etc. Right? A uh, little bit of Predator sprinkled in here or there, uh, where necessary. Um, books, comics, video games, movies, anything like I said, anything we can get our hands on. We're trying to stick to like a chron- chronological sort of timeline, at least for now, right? Um, right, we'll, we'll see how that goes because we're gonna run out of movies, yeah, man, that's, that's... pretty quickly. <laughs> I saw you had oh, yeah. a couple episodes out already. I feel like shit. I haven't listened to that yet. I'm gonna be listening to that soon. I, I look yeah. for, I look forward to your view on Alien Resurrection just because I'm a fan of the director Jean Pierre Jeunet because he's yeah. a he's a pretty damn cool French director who's done like he did Delicatessen and okay. and like and the fact that like that particular director went from something as interesting as Delicatessen. Um, to Alien Resurrection, I just find fun. And I feel like Alien Resurrection just doesn't get enough clout because even though I don't think it's actually good, it is, is, it's charming to me. I like that. Movie. I think, I think it's, uh, my, my gut opinion on it, having watched it just because I hadn't seen it in a while not too long ago, is that the problems with it are in the writing. So, uh, we blame Joss Whedon for that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, he fucking worked on that yeah. movie? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he wrote that movie. I did not um, know that. Oh, okay. And then and then blamed the director for making it bad. And he also did something similar. He worked on the Titan AE script and then blamed the director for making it bad. Like, Joss Whedon what does that when, when people don't like the stuff he does. And, um, and, I'm a big huge, and I'm a big, huge defender of Don Bluth. So, like, uh, if you tell me that Don Bluth made it bad, then I will instantly not believe you. Yeah, he may have more specifically blamed the studio, but whatever. Uh, it's still an asshole. I just uh, don't. And 
I just don't know what's funnier, uh, saying Alien Resurrection from the director of Amelie or Amelie <laughs> from the director of Alien Resurrection. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Both, both, both solid. Both solid. Yep. <laughs> both very funny. A- anyway, you can find MK Podquest at mkpodquest.com, Crew Expendable at crewexpendable.net. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Final Neil. Uh, yeah, uh, I retweet those shows, so find me there. You yeah. and of course, and of course, Neil. Thank yeah. you as always for joining us and conquering yeah. our show for a little while. We always appreciate it. You're welcome. Just be glad I didn't pull a Quan Chi and eradicate you. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. And pull up. Like, and pull off one of our legs, you. and and pull off one of our legs, and continuously beat us with it. Yeah. <laughs> but well, there's always you'll have to be careful because hopefully we're not like you know, Quan Chi treats Shinnok at his ending and he he betrays him. Oh shit! And, you, know, you guys are going to betray me at the end of yeah. this. We Fuck. could, yeah. I've stolen your amulet. It is in Damn. fact a, a replica that I gave you. So what? I shouldn't have told you that. <laughs> shit. Well, close <laughs> neighborhood. Looking around my desk for things, I'm like, oh, you've swapped my Galaxy Buds with counterfeit ones, and now I have no power. I don't know. I got <laughs> Give me the money. <laughs> oh, man. On that note, Neil, do you have an out for us? I, I actually do. I'm going to try to make this brief. Um, okay. I am holding in my hands the official Sega Dreamcast magazine, issue number two, cover date November 1999. Oh, now the big okay. feature in this is they took all six of the fighting games available for the Dreamcast at launch, September '99, and mm-hmm. compared them and ranked them. So the contenders are Soul Calibur, Virtua mm-hmm. Fighter Three Team Battle, Marvel vs. Capcom, Street Fighter Alpha Three, Power Stone, and Mortal Kombat Gold. Okay. Uh, Some they go through gold squarely at the bottom. So that's just the well. We'll get there. We'll get there. So first, they <laughs> they rank everything. Round one, best gameplay. They decide there's a tie between Soul Calibur and Virtua Fighter Three TB. The runners up in order are Power Stone, Street Fighter Alpha Three, and Marvel vs. Capcom. And in a separate what? box with a participation ribbon is MK <laughs> Gold with the. Huh. Heading, uh, we'll call you. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Round two, best graphics. Winner, Soul Calibur. Fair. Runners, sense, yeah. runners up, Power Stone, Virtual Fighter 3, Team Battle. Uh, Street Fighter Alpha 3 and Marvel vs. Capcom, they do talk in that about how it's tough to compare 2D sprite fighters to 3D fighters, just giving you an idea of where we were in the fighting game culture at, at the, the time. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At least yeah. fair, yeah. Uh, participation ribbon given to MK Gold. <laughs> in a heading that I don't think makes any sense, it says, it's the taking part that counts. What? Feels like an editorial what? error. They also yeah, put the M period K period gold. Just in that box, not in the rest of them. That feels like they, in the world? they're thinking way too hard. Round three. I think somebody just didn't edit this fucking thing. I think so, too. Round three. Best replay value. Winner, Soul Calibur. Yep. 
I can runners up street fighter alpha three in second absolutely <laughs> power stone virtua fighter three marvel vs. capcom in how is fifth? Marvel vs. capcom so low on all this their so their reason in this particular category is that they didn't put a lot of extra modes into it like they did with street fighter alpha three and yeah. unlockables and things like that yeah i can agree with this power stone and uh, alpha 3 have a lot more replay value than marvel versus capcom 1 now 2 on the other hand has a lot more replay value which i think 2 is the better game but if we're talking marvel versus capcom 1, 1 if we're talking marvel versus capcom 1 i will i will totally agree with this list because alpha 3 and power stone are legit very fun games and with a participation ribbon, <laughs> the turtle wax goes to Mortal Kombat Gold. <laughs> Ra- doing the turtle dirty. wax? Yeah, I don't know, man. Round four. I think some best characters. against this fucking game. <laughs> Round four, best characters. They don't list runners up in this. They just give best characters to Street Fighter Alpha 3. No argument there from me. But let's see our actual scores for these games. They gave okay. Soul Calibur a 9 out of 10, Virtua Fighter 3, Power Stone, Street Fighter Alpha 3 all got 8s out of 10, Marvel vs. Capcom a 6 out of 10, does what? feel kind of low. Okay. Again, I think yeah. they're weighing replay value and stuff. Mm-hmm. Our friend Mortal Kombat Gold scored a 3 out of 10 in the official oh, Sega on. Dreamcast magazine. Quote, Early 90s gameplay that should have stayed in the early 90s. Mortal Kombat will no doubt appeal to someone out there, but it deserves not to. A poor effort. Wow. Just a little piece of... So there were people that didn't like the game, or at least some fucking editorial guy in a magazine. Yeah, man. Three out of ten. And just two years earlier, when Mortal Kombat 4 came out on 64 and PlayStation, it was getting like eights. Like eight out of tens. Yeah. In like... Yeah, I was looking on uh, yeah. GameSpot, and yeah, the yeah the the PC, PlayStation, and N sixty four versions all have like eights, like yeah, eight point three, eight point six, eight point nine. The highest one is the N sixty four, yeah, uh, man. version, and then PC has a five. Yeah, I mean, not PC. I'm sorry. Um, Dreamcast has a five. Dreamcast, okay. Maybe a little better Sega than... people what? were just a little bit more stingy. I don't know, man. I loved this magazine when I was getting it when it came out. I mean, I was a Dreamcast fanboy. I have definitely read through it since then and been like, "Some there's some hot takes in this. <laughs> there's some kind of wild <laughs> edge lord stuff. What a what a different era hey, you know, of that, gaming. You know, that keeps it fresh. Yeah, I guess so. There weren't gaming journalists so 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 much. Yeah, Just I guess they so weren't gaming weird. journalists, but it was all it yeah. was all opinion columns. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's it's interesting how like well the other versions like of the game sure scored. Well, I I think a they large like eights and stuff. Large part of the criticism of Gold is it was a two year old game at that point, right? Launched on the mm. Dreamcast, better resolution, but like honestly, yeah, you put if you put Mortal Kombat, I know, I know, uh, yeah, it helps. That's probably why it didn't get a two. Um, <laughs> but you but you put that up against Soul Calibur, right? Yeah. You put that up against Street Fighter Alpha 3, like, I get it. Like, the, the landscape yeah. had changed at that point, you know? Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. Nice. Well, thank you, folks. No, no, thank you. 
<laughs> friendship. Friendship. Okay. Give me the money. Give me the money. Outstanding. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can follow us on both Twitter and Instagram at Combat Time Pod. And visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Combat Time Podcast. You can also email us at combattimepodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions you'd like us to answer on the show. See you next time. Mortal Kombat continues. Get over here!